Y en la noche oscura de terrible estar En el castillo embrujado empezaba a gritar Los monstruos peligrosos Frankenstein y Batman Comieron quesadillas de vampiro en pepián Si son ¿Qué monstruos? Tan terrible Bailaba la llorona en los pasos de Aquaman Y tranquilo volaba al compás de cha-cha-cha Morticia se penaba con carjeta y guagarras Mientras que el hombre lobo ayudaba sin cesar Si son ¿Qué monstruos? Terrible se ha divertido la fiesta había comenzado los invitados incluyen el hombre lobo Drácula y sus hijos si son que monstruos terrible We have survived Williamsburg, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so there. They said we couldn't do it. <laughs> they said we wouldn't make it back. And we nearly didn't. Yeah. We nearly didn't. That's right. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So, hey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> off off wig- to a good start. Got a little wiggle to my stick tonight. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, here on We Belong Dead, the huge news, this is the only place you will hear that this is the huge top headlining news, is Waxwork and Waxwork 2 are getting a Blu-ray <laughs> release from the newly reinvigorated Vestron video. So excited. Oh my god, dude. I am... <laughs> that might be it. Yeah. That might be the end for me for those movies of, yeah. like, yesteryear, the childhood horror, oh. the, like, Nightbreed. We, we still need popcorn. Popcorn, um, Synapse. It's on the cover of their new catalog. Oh, so I've, I know they I've said they were more putting it out for a long time. Yeah. But well, when I picked up Just Desserts, which we'll talk about later on in the podcast, um, their 2016 catalog cover is the popcorn cover. So nice. Hopefully, they know something they haven't told us yet. Yeah, it's not in the catalog. No, <laughs> of course <laughs> not. It's the, it's Why the cover it of it. Yeah, popcorn is still like the fucking never going to get that. Never gonna get it. Uh, welcome to We Belong Dead, uh, the Mid Atlantic region's number one uh, all things horror podcast. Uh, as always, I am Lona. With me, as always, is uh, the Changa to my Chimmy, <laughs> the <laughs> Dia to my Quesa, yeah, the Co to my Ta, the Rito to my Burr. <laughs> Wait, Bertrito? Bertrito. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 Just making sure. Strange Mexican restaurant. Uh, the son of countless maniacs, Ian, is here as always. And tonight, we were going to finally record something for our newly minted YouTube channel <laughs> that I slaved over uh, for minutes uh, about a week ago. Right. Uh, but I can't get the goddamn... It's a really nice webcam yeah i can't get it to work with the next book that i've got so i'm gonna try and work on that 
Because if we can't record within the fucking confines of the studio, yeah, then what a, good is it? It's a problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can record fine in my room. And, and like three days last week, I was going to do reviews. Yeah. Um, I think my plan is to get you, after every podcast, to pick five random movies. Oh, just from your and collection? Then, and then before the next podcast, I have to put up a video oh, reviewing those. Yeah. All right. So that could be fun. Yeah. Um, but I didn't because I wanted to put up something with both of us that was like, welcome to the channel. Right. You know, this is me. That's him. We do this. Hopefully not when I'm wearing my work clothes, my, my teal polo <laughs> and khakis. It's a good look. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thanks. Look. Appreciate it. Um, so anyway, but that's up and, you know, we've gotten further into it. Um, we're back from the con. Yeah. Uh, my apologies. It, it's really all on me that we did not record nearly as much as we promised that we would, or as much as we did last year. Yeah. Honestly, after the live show, I did not want to record anything ever again. <laughs> much again, and for different reasons, uh, like right. last year, I was a fucking emotional mess after the live show. <laughs> I did not think it went well. I was not happy. People did not show up who were supposed to show up to be interviewed. Right. It kind of threw a big wrench uh, in the grand... Uh, finale that we had for the podcast and i was just inconsolable for a while afterwards yeah. i've since listened to it back it's not as bad as i thought it no. actually, it's, it's actually pretty fun yeah um there there are like minutes of dead air where someone in the audience is asking a question but it's you just can't not picking hear up them on the at mic. all yeah um so nothing is wrong with what you're listening to the podcast <laughs> right. through there's just well i even had to put a little disclaimer on, yeah, on the write-up yeah. where i was like okay guys this is in a big room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the audio quality you're used to. Yeah. But so, but overall want? it came it came together fine. Yeah, yeah. I gave away one of my Alex Party prints. Oh, did you? Yeah, John Bowden's son really wanted it. Gotcha. And Bowden was asking me where I got it and as I'm telling him, I'm like in my head I'm like I have another one right. at home <laughs> like why don't I just like do something nice for somebody? And this was right after the podcast that I hated. Right. <laughs> that I thought was a failure. So, um, but yeah, that just kind of threw me off my game the whole weekend. I didn't even, you know, we were going to do an interview with uh, Joel Robinson, amazing artist. Uh, most of you probably know him from Scream Factory. Yeah. He does a lot of their covers. And we can talk about it now. He showed us um, the artwork <laughs> before it was announced at the con uh, for <laughs> Bubba Hotep. You heard it first here, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we heard it first. That's right. Um, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's another. I don't. I don't think we can announce it either. But it's a. We'll say it's probably going to come out around Christmas. If that gives you any kind of idea as to what oh, movie it is, right, right, right. Uh, that he also did the cover art for. But if you go back in the the catalog of Scream Factory, like a good sixty percent, maybe I'd say that's somewhere probably around accurate. There, yeah, uh, is done by Joel Robinson, and he's just a super nice guy. That like nearly killed us with party saturday night at the con um yeah. and i was even and we, we 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 were all set to interview him sunday and i was just like i don't want to right we're, we're <laughs> tired out. guys i'm just like yeah. this did not go the way i'd hoped right i Heart's just not don't worry right we now. didn't record anything in between shows um like we did last year which i'm really bummed out about that more than anything right because i thought those were a lot of fun last year the little like Stoned like and updates. drunk updates, yeah. yeah. We'll do better for you next year, guys. Yeah. But we did uh, get the check to Joe, 
and as soon as he hugged me, all was forgiven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, everything, not forgiven, but just, like, everything that wasn't going right, like, immediately didn't matter. It all melted away. Yeah, the appreciation that he had was, like, really heartwarming. It was yeah. a real Grinch moment where, like, my heart <laughs> grew three times its size. Uh, yeah. Um. Do we want to just go over the con, like, from beginning to end, or? Yeah, I think that should be, like, the body of the episode, though. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's do some, uh, some news. You want to go to your song? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, new, well, I mean, is there any other news? Uh, Waxwork and Waxwork 2 are coming to Blu-ray. That's all we need. Uh, let's, let's act like we know what we're doing and pull up the Facebook page here. Yeah, there were a couple of things that, uh, that we've posted on Facebook that I wanted to talk about and I can't remember what they were now. And I've also got a horror blog, so we got to go get through that, right. too. Um, well, we'd also like to, once again, off the top, thank our sponsor, Pseudo Ludo, um, who sent with us a Phantasm Tall Dude pen uh, that raked in a good amount of cash for the charity yeah. and went over very well. The lovely and talented Jenna Manson won that, and that's cool. It seems like it was um, staged because she was our interview <laughs> guest, but it wasn't at all. She just bought, like, 30 tickets. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was, I mean, you know, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and they did. And that's awesome. Uh, they also have a, uh, really kick-ass Hellraiser pen out now Yeah, that just dropped. They just got, they just got it in and are like putting together the, the packages for it. Um, <clears throat> there's a regular and then there's a glow in the dark variant. The glow in the dark variant sold out. But I, they haven't told me anything, but I have a feeling that they may have some more of the glow-in-the-dark ones coming. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so check their big cartel. What is it? Pseudoludo? Yep, just pseudoludo.bigcartel.com. Yeah. Um, they're super awesome, and their stuff, I mean, we've gone on and on and on, and we'll continue. Once we get the YouTube channel up, um, they're sending me a Heck Priest pen uh, that I told them I'm going to do an unveiling of on the youtube channel nice um so you'll be able to see that i'll I'll keep everybody posted through facebook for when that happens um but yeah just like the most non-corporate like complete amazing artist type of shit that is going around out there especially if you're into enamel pens right i mean i love i don't want to name any of the other ones that are like more corporate but you know who i'm talking about they put out great pens sure but You know, the love isn't there. The love is not there, yeah. and the love is absolutely there for um, with pseudo Ludo. So we can't, uh, even if they weren't sponsoring us, we would definitely sing their praises. We belong dead podcast. Yeah, I guess we, I really didn't post that much uh, new <laughs> stuff since then. Um, one thing I do want to bring up that I don't think we've talked about on the show um, that I'm really excited for and I pre-ordered, which I'm not n- normally much of a pre-order guy. Oh, in a couple of weeks we should be getting our Ash vs. Evil Dead. Studios. Yes, yes, I'm very excited about that. Um, but uh, Criterion uh-huh. is putting out a triple feature um, of Del Toro flicks. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Devil's Backbone, Kronos, and Pan's Labyrinth. Um if you did, you not talk about this. I don't believe. Oh, it so. was on the show with Aaron that we didn't. The yes. lost episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The fabled lost episode. <laughs> um, First one we've ever had. And what? What is it? What episode is this? Thirty-five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, but yeah, no, it's got those three, and it's the complete package. It just has a cool new slipcase. So if you already have 
the two of them, you know, you don't necessarily need to buy the pack, I guess. But um, it has other special features as well as a, like, 100-plus page hardcover book about just, like, uh, making dark fantasy films and stories and stuff. It's got, like, Neil Gaiman in it. Um, That's not just people. an apology for Hellboy 2. No. I would pick it up if it were a hardcover <laughs> apology. Um, but it's 80 bucks, which really, I mean, that's what you're going to pay for the three movies anyway if you don't already have you're them. You're going to pay more than that. Criterion's 40 bucks a pop. That's true. Yeah. Unless, yeah. Yeah, unless you get them at a half-off sale, which just ended. Right. Um, and then the book and a cool slipcase. Yeah. I mean... I, I completely understand you pre-ordering that. Yeah. Given how much you love those movies. Yeah. But for me, it's one of those that I'll probably wait until a Criterion sale. Right. And get it cheaper. Just because, I mean, I love Del Toro. And, sure. But, I don't know, man. A lot of this stuff <laughs> I just don't tend to rewatch. Right. Other than the first Hellboy. Yeah. But and I've, Pan's Labyrinth was it kind of fell for me. Like, a, yeah. Well, yeah, and I was about to say, the only one that I own on Blu-ray is a steelbook of Pan's Labyrinth. But, yeah. And this will actually be uh, my first Criterion purchase. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I yeah. really should have had uh, Walt as my right? co-host. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that'll be exciting. It's just, it sucks, though, because it doesn't come out till like, the middle of October. Yeah. They're also putting out uh, Valley of the Dolls and Beyond the Valley of the Dolls oh, Criterion, which is <laughs> the craziest Criterion release since Eating Raul, I think, probably. Right. Um. We have an Instagram. We do. No. Uh, we belong dead pod. Yeah. At we belong dead pod. So I haven't put anything there because I keep forgetting that we have one. We have like seven pictures up. <laughs> so that's cool. So it's a lot like Ian's personal pod. Uh, personal uh, Come on. Instagram. Well, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that's fair. I've got at least 20 on my personal. <laughs> nice. Um, the trailer for the sequel to Blair Witch. Which came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Looks really good. Yeah. I think it looks really, really good. Yeah. It looks like they're um, doing their best to cover up <laughs> Book of Shadows. Oh, God. Which yeah. is a good plan. Starring Michael Weston. Yeah. From Burn Notice. <laughs> Wasn't he, like, super douchey looking in that, too? Like, he was like incredibly, old, like... Like, soul pads bra, and, like, yeah. the, like, spiky, probably frosted tip hair yeah. or something. Yeah. That's what, Book of Shadows, though, is one of those movies that I don't... That I do hate. But not as much as everyone else does? <laughs> no, probably as much. Okay. But I do find myself watching it every couple of years <laughs> and being like, you know what? The naked goth chick. Like, there's some plus yeah. points to this movie. Sure. Um, uh, Phantasm, the remastered version, is out in select theaters now. Not uh, anywhere around here. No, of course not. Right. No. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah. I saw a picture either on Instagram or Facebook of Don Coscarelli outside of a theater in, like, Texas. That's awesome. And it was sold out. And it was, there were, like, all the other movies right. that came out this week <laughs> weren't. And Phantasm was sold out. And he was like, it is unbelievable. This that's movie fantastic. like, 40 years old or whatever. But also, Ravager has been – they've given a release date for it. That's right. Um, uh, September yep. or something. Yep. Um, so that's all, as far as I know, set in stone. Which is super cool. And also super cool, our buddy Mike Mash, um, who's uh, Jenna's boyfriend and partner at the cons, Mm -hmm. who does these amazing 3D shadow box artwork, poster print That you bought like five of. I bought, look, 
<laughs> I'm not saying a, you shouldn't have. I'm I just saying. I bought four and gave two away as gifts. Okay. All right. All right. You don't so need to defend yourself. I got a ghost one and a Prince of Darkness one. Nice. And I gave away a... Um, what were the two that I gave away? Oh, I got a Return of the Living Dead one for Pseudo Ludo. Right. And then I got a... Um, <laughs> your favorite movie. Um... <laughs> The the predator prequel or the predator uh, <laughs> oh. precursor uh, without warning without warning for Chuck for Chuck yeah, yeah. Chuck Ch- who Chuck. we saw for like eight minutes the yeah. entire con I don't yeah. know what that was all about he He's doesn't a- listen to this but if anybody listening is a friend of Chuck send him a bunch of shame <laughs> for hiding from us yeah uh, also our buddy Mike Lombardo at the con premiered the trailer for his uh, first official um, feature film. Yeah. Uh, I'm dreaming of White Doomsday, or White Doomsday as it's being called. Right. Um, looks good, man. I mean, the yeah. guy's been putting endless amounts of work into it, like more work than I have done my entire life into anything, <laughs> uh, into this one project. And it shows. I mean, it looks it looks really slick. Yeah. I mean, you know, the trailer doesn't tell you much, which is probably a good thing, yeah. you know. But, I mean, visually, it's very, like, professional looking, like, you know, yeah. A-grade, you know, visuals, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Congrats. Um, we have booked our room for next year's Scares <laughs> the Care already. It's sold out. Yeah, uh, and like a little Within more like than a couple days, a little more than 48 hours. It's sold yeah. out. Yeah, I uh, Joe posted it um, that they were available now. And I instantly messaged uh, Richie. I was like, hey, we should probably... I received this message as I was on the phone with the hotel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, we should probably go ahead and reserve these. And he sent me a screenshot of, of the confirmation. It's like, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. So that's good. Um, oh, that's magnetic, I think. Uh, <laughs> that can't be good for an iPod. Magnets are good for electronics. Yeah. Um, okay, so... You want to do shit we've watched and then the uh, horror block? Okay, I was going to start out with the con, like just breaking it down. Oh, I was just I was saying the con could be like the body, like oh, okay. the chunk. Okay, Big what chunk. are we starting with then? Uh, shit we've watched. Okay. I actually kept a list this week. Nice. How far are we into this episode so far? Uh, 19 minutes. Is that a record? For not smoking pot? Oh, I quit. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, also <laughs> I quit smoking pot. Yeah. So I bet. I don't know how with a fucking support group like you, uh, I'm <laughs> failing. But no, why would I ever quit smoking pot? You're right. This might be a record. That's that would be silly. All right. So some of the titles that I've watched. Oh, hey, by the way. Yeah. Um, what's his name? God, it's been so long. I can't remember his fucking name. Super fan, Robbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he die? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, he posted something on uh, this Podpels group that I used to be a part of. Well, I, don't know what I the guess fuck I'm still a is. part of for Ridgecast. What is that? Right? Um, it's like a potato chip podcast? Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, he's been like incognito, like hasn't been able to listen to anything for like the past two months. Huh. Just from like work and crazy schedule and personal shit, I think. Sounds so. like a lot of bullshit to me. Right? There we go. That's more better. Um, yeah, so uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about is actually holdover from the uh, Lost episode, but I'll, I'll touch oh, okay. on the highlights from that. Um, spoiler, 
Uh, we did a streamatorium of From Beyond. Yeah, we did. That hasn't come out yet. That's right. Which was my first uh, time watching it. and uh, Well, second time, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, it's a fucking great movie, man. It really I'm, is. I kind of hate myself for not having seen it sooner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll hear us talk about it in the streamatorium uh, whenever we release it. Uh that's going to be one of those that, like, we have a week or two where we don't do a show, so we'll plug right. that in. So there's no, like, timeline for that right now. Right, right. But uh, you'll hear us talk a lot about how, like, how is this not, like, talked about in the same circles as Reanimator? Right. Given the it cast and the be. director and the writer and yeah. all that. Like, it really does deserve to be. It's fantastic. Yeah. Damn, those red, silky <laughs> briefs. Oh, Bubba. Um... I uh, we've talked about this movie a lot on here, I, but I picked up the uh, Blu-ray of it on the way back from the con, so I watched The Burbs nice. again. Yeah, uh, it's still amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's still really, really good. Yeah. Um, took a chica, chica, chica. I did a blast from the past from my childhood and rewatched on. I can't remember if it was on Hulu or Amazon, but uh, Little Monsters. Oh, nice. The Howie Mandel classic. Love that movie. Yeah, it holds up. It's pretty fucking great. It's the first time I ever saw, I think I talked about this in the last episode, the, the saran wrap on the toilet seat. Yeah, yeah. And I did that. Yeah. And my mom got really pissed. Yeah. And my dad thought it was hilarious. And uh, Dukeman <laughs> is in it. Yeah. Um, which... Of course, as a kid, I don't know who the hell he is. Right. And after recently watching The Burbs and talking about him on the show and stuff, like I heard that voice, I'm like, that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for Sausage Party? Yeah. Holy shit, I cannot wait to see that movie. I'm really excited to see that one That myself. movie looks insane. I feel like I shouldn't get high. Ooh. Because I might like start weeping. Like It looks <laughs> like a real fucked up... like. Oh, Seth Rogen, man, so I should get high. But I feel like they're tricking us. Right. Like, there's going to be, like, some real emotional, <laughs> yeah, heavy yeah. shit in there, and we're just going to ball in the theater. It looks great, though. Yeah. Um, today, I rewatched uh, New Nightmare. Oh, nice. With uh, Wes Craven's commentary. Mm. It's very good. Yeah. I, I urge everyone that has a copy of New Nightmare, and anyone listening to this should have a copy of New Nightmare. Uh, even if it's the DVD paper, you know, snap case. Oh, version. yeah. Um, check it out with Craven's commentary. It's really, like, uh, fascinating. Yeah. I mean, all, I mean, that guy, is, he was so good at commentary tracks. Like, it was really like listening to a master course of filmmaking. Right. From a professor. Nerd. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you went there. But no, it's really good. A New Nightmare holds up for me, man. That is a oh, really, yeah. really good... That movie does not... I think we've talked about before on here, does not get the respect it deserves Yeah, for breaking down a lot of shit that a lot of movies later got. Even Scream, yeah, which is a Craven movie, but it's like, motherfuckers, before that, like he was doing this shit He was doing Freddy. meta like, movies before you realized what meta was. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. upsetting. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Blade let's... 2. <laughs> nice. I rewatched. On purpose? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, back to Del Toro, man. Um, with the exception of some questionable CGI, yeah. uh, it holds up and it's still fun as hell. Cool. I really, really dug it. Yeah. I remember enjoying all the Blade movies. I haven't watched any of them in quite a while, but 
Uh, I remembered I liked all three of them. Was it three? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, Christofferson was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they all pretty much hold up. I think they all kind of have the same problem, though, where... Part three had Patton Oswalt in it. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, But they all kind of have the same problem where it's good movie... But they're all three of them kind of have some iffy yeah yeah <laughs> effects. Oh man, I watched this fucking thing last night. This is a total break from the podcast. <laughs> this isn't horror, <laughs> but it fucking blew me away. <laughs> it's called uh, it's on Netflix. It's uh-huh. called The Art of the Deal. Oh, is that the Johnny Depp playing? Did Trump? you know about this? Yeah, I had not. I saw it and I didn't even know it was him. Yeah, it was like it a, took me like twenty minutes, and it I was, was like, like, "Holy!" F- it was like revelatory. It was a Funny or Die. Yeah, I think, and it was online for a while. I didn't realize till recently that they put it on Netflix. Yeah, so it's I fucking need to watch weird, it. Yeah. man. It. I mean, it, it. They did a really good job with it. It looks like a fucking. It looked like you're watching a VHS tape. Right. And Johnny Depp does a pretty decent Trump. Yeah, but a ton of other people, like anyone from like current comedy world, like right? Funnier die type, you know, people. But it's yeah, it, I was, <laughs> I'd heard nothing of it. That's what right. really fucked me up. Right. And I was like, who the fuck is playing Trump? I know who that is. And then uh, I finally um, realized it, and then confirmed it on IMDb. And it was just thirty minutes of me, me being like, "How is this not huge news <laughs> in the entertainment industry and political industry? Like, how is this not something that everybody's like Johnny? De- like on my fucking like the top right of my Facebook should be like Johnny Depp plays <laughs> right. Donald fucking Trump, and it was never there. Um, you still haven't seen Twenty One Jump Street, have you? No. Okay. Well, never mind then. I've heard good things. Yeah. Did they talk about it in there? Is that what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, hang on. All right. Let me do a horror one. Okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to save that one. Um, and then we'll both talk about that one. So I'll do that one near the end. I'm just talking now. Uh, I picked up, or I got my, uh, pre-order of Buckaroo Banzai from nice. Shout Select. And I got your old DVD copy of it. That's true. With no case. With no case. <laughs> It's like, Richie, you're better than this. Come on. How do you not have a case? That movie came in a, uh, like a three pack. Uh-huh. Of DVDs that was like um, Astronomy 101. Okay. Some weird thing. But like the case did not say Buckaroo Banzai anywhere on it. So I kept forgetting that I owned it. <laughs> nice. So I just took it out of the case. And then the other two movies like That, Killer Clowns, and yeah. something else. Creep Show. No. Oh, no, what I gave you. Right. That was Creep Show. But no, the. But that didn't have I... a case either. <laughs> <laughs> you need to up your free DVD game here, sir. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Um,. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai on Blu-ray is, like, the fucking best. Yeah, um, I bet. Wow. <laughs> There's a feature length. It's, like, I think it's a little longer than the movie, maybe, like an hour 40 oh, documentary. Wow. And everyone, Peter Weller, like, Eric Lithgow, they got everybody back to That's talk awesome. about it. And it's so fucking good. What the hell is Lithgow doing anymore? Enjoying being John Lithgow. I don't know. Like, I don't think I've seen him in anything since uh, Dexter. Yeah, maybe he's doing theater. I know he was like a theater yeah. guy. Um, I know Screen sense. Factory later this month is releasing Raising Cain. Right, yeah. Which was really a good, another good performance of his. I heard him on Doug Loves Movies. Hmm. Um, he didn't know what he was doing. Like his son <laughs> or daughter is a big fan of Doug's. Oh, okay. And talked him into doing the show. So he's like, 
has no idea going like, in. like, on his own. <laughs> and there's, like, three stoner comics, and they're all just, like, talking about three different things. Yeah. And they'll just check in with him, like, you doing all right, John? And he's like, yes, I'm John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, I've started listening to uh, You Made It Weird, the mm. Pete Holmes podcast. It's a good show. Yeah, and uh, I'm listening to the episode with Bill Nye. Oh, the science guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. And uh, you can tell, at least at the beginning, he's like, what the fuck? What is on the... Uh, you're listening to it on the electronic computer? Like, he says electronic computer like five times throughout the course of this episode. Um, but yeah. You're better than that, Bill Nye. Come on. Uh, oh, I'm actually wearing my pseudo Ludo tall dude. Thing. You are. I didn't realize that. It's on my hat. <laughs> uh, I watched Nice. That's what it sounds like. I watched, Didn't that sound uh, beautiful? Don't you did. want that? It did. Um, Pseudo Ludo, Big Cartel. I watched uh, a fun movie that I got in a horror block, um, Deathgasm. Oh, right. I, I enjoyed it a lot. What do you... Do you hear that? Hear what? Oh. I was hearing that over there. <laughs> okay. I still am. All right. I think it has to do with only having one headphone that's working. Oh, it's throwing you off. But it sounds like pe- little people are talking. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> I'm not crazy. We have a television. All right, I'm sitting across from me, and to my right and his left, there is a television. Mm-hmm. And it's up like a little bit. And there's a Friday the 13th documentary playing. That's at the one end of the table. Then there's us at the sh- short sides of the table looking at each other. Then there's nothing at the other end of the table. Yeah. And com- and exactly opposite of where the television is, on the other side of the table, I'm hearing the audio from the television, and it's fucking me up. <laughs> so what did you watch? I watched Deathgasm. <sighs> yeah, you liked that a little more than I did. Yeah. Um, I think it helped being a metal fan. Right. Um, but uh, it was a fun Puddle little movie. Mud, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nickelback. Uh, Creed. Um, yeah, uh, it was fun. It was like a, you know, kind of a demonic heavy metal. There's definitely some like evil dead vibes coming from it. I yeah, thought. Yeah, I could do without it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I would, I would like to watch it again. Yeah. I, I do own it. I, I picked it right. up when it came out. Um, I was just, also, I watched it as a double feature or triple feature actually. With um, that animated movie, Back from Hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back from Hell, is that what it's called? Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Odenkirk as as Lucifer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good time. I watched that, and then Deathgasm, and then um, that movie that we watched over at Ben's. Oh, uh, Freaks of Nature. Freaks of Nature. Yeah. And I just really loved Freaks of Nature, so it it kind of tarnished Deathgasm a bit for me, yeah. But I will watch it again on its own. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not denouncing it by any means. Um, God damn, I just thought of something that wasn't podcast-related again that I wanted to bring up to you. <laughs> and I can't remember what it is now. I hear Suicide Squad sucks. I've heard that. I've heard a lot of reviews saying that it sucks, and then I've had a couple friends who saw it and said it was great. I so. feel like it's going to be Sucker Punch with DC characters. I'd say that's probably fair. So you heard the same thing about Sucker Punch. Right. And I enjoyed the shit out of oh, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, what, did we, what did we just talk about? Uh, Deathgasm? Right, okay. So then I watched uh, 
the cri- the new Criterion release of Carnival of Souls. Oh shit! Herc Harvey's uh, classic. Um, I always catch a lot of shit when I say bad things about like classics. Right. This is a slow movie. Yeah, it is good, and there's some amazing imagery. And I think that it probably should get closer to the credit the Night of the Living Dead gets mm. as far as classic horror goes. Sure. But I also kind of love, and I think that the fans of this movie love that it doesn't. Sure. Because they can kind of keep it as this precious thing that, you know, and I have movies like that. I think everybody does. Right. Um, like for a long time, a lot of us were able to hold Tenacious D like that. <laughs> right, right. You know. I mean, the first time I saw them was in a bar, and it was just them with two acoustic guitars. Nice. And it was badass. And then the last time I saw them live, it was like full band production value. <laughs> like, right, right, right. But anyway, really good. And Criterion, I mean, everything from the original is carried over, plus a um, like a really nice 20-ish minute um, video essay by Dana Gould. Oh, wow. Uh, who's a big, who's, has a great podcast called The Dana Gould Hour, uh, where no matter what the description says... He's generally talking about old monster horror movies <laughs> with guests. Right. Uh, and he's great. He's a great comic. And he had a lot of really cool things to say about Carnival of Souls. So I highly recommend um, Criterion's new Blu-ray release. Uh, I'm getting ready for the see. reviews that I'm going to do on YouTube. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I watched a movie that you have shut down multiple times now for a recast. <laughs> Because you have to be oh, like Jacob's in the ladder. proper mindset. Yeah, Jacob's Ladder. i got to think there are people that know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it is a fantastic movie. I mean, it is, it is, it is. so well done and, and holds up very well. Um, and just a beautifully sad flick. Yeah. Um, yeah, highly recommended. If, if lis- anyone listening, if you haven't seen this movie, you really owe it to yourself to check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tim Robbins is It is great. very good, but you're not going to be able to watch it often. No, no. <laughs> the credits roll in that movie, and for 20 minutes, it's like I'm on acid, <laughs> like in my life. I just can't do that on a whim. Like Donnie Darko is the same way with me. Like, right, right. Um, just this un- unending sense of dread that you have after the movie's over. Um, yeah, because there's so many moments in that movie where it's like, oh, everything's fine. And then it's very much not It's very fine. much not. Uh, I believe Jacob's Ladder is the first time I saw that like weird time lapsey face. Oh, like the face shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Absolutely. And then William Malone has like really, really like, hung cashed on, to that. on that. Yeah. Through uh, House on Haunted Hill and mm. um, other. It's a cool effect. Does. It really is, and he uses it well. Um, no, well, the thing I was going to talk about that wasn't podcast related. I fell down a rabbit hole on YouTube the other night. Yeah. Of this. Uh, this YouTube show called Hot Ones. Okay. It's like they're each 15 minutes long and they have a celebrity on mm-hmm. and they have a list of 10 questions that they ask the celebrity. Right. But for every question, both the interviewer and celebrity have to eat a hot wing and they get hotter oh, as you Jesus. get up to 10. <laughs> it's the best. It's the fucking best non-horror related rabbit hole to fall down. Like what? Like Cal- David Cross has been on. Okay, I was about to say, what caliber um, of some Michael Rappaport. Okay. A lot of rappers that I right. don't know, like uh, Machine Gun Kelly is a person, <laughs> okay. I guess. Yeah. Um, the newest one is Eric Andre. Okay. Um, but it's it's really good. I can see almost, how Andre would be down for that. Almost everyone starts off talking a lot of shit, and then when they get to like number six or seven, it's like, 
<laughs> They're like some people have fucking absolutely lost it, and it's the funniest shit. But it really makes you want hot wings. Yeah. So if, if you're watching it at like 3 a.m., be warned that you're gonna be like, it's four in the morning, and I'm gonna go buy some fucking hot wings. You said this, the hot ones is what it's called. It's called hot ones. Yeah. Hot ones. Okay. It's part of another like a bigger first we feast. First we feast. Yeah. yeah. Is the YouTube channel. All right. I like it. But yeah, it's very funny. We might watch one or two after the show tonight. Um. Yeah, we'll see. So anyway, uh, I watched a movie on Netflix that I watched a couple of years ago and really liked and then kind of forgot about. And I was just scrolling through the other night and it popped mm-hmm. up and I was like, fuck shit, man. I really liked that movie. It's called Rites of Spring. Not familiar with that one. Um, it's very nondescript. Like, uh, there's nothing standout, like, groundbreaking or am- amazing about it. Right. It's a newer film. I'm by newer, I would say, the last five to seven years. Okay. I don't know who directed it. Uh, if I watch something on Netflix, I generally don't know that much about it because I don't have bonus features. or Sure, sure. You know, I'll, Sometimes I'll go to IMDb or Wikipedia and look up bits of trivia, but I didn't for this one. It stars uh, A.J. Bowen, who okay. I fucking love and right. everything he's done from The Signal and um, right. um, House of the Devil. Hmm. Um the Sacrament, a lot of Ty West stuff, but he's like one of the top like uh, horror actors hmm. now. Um, a Lonely Place to Die, he's really good in that. I think that's what that's called. But yeah, it's a um, a movie where uh, it's like a bank heist that ends up in a barn, uh, but they are in this barn where a guy like to make the crops grow sacrifices oh. some a person to like this crazy animal god. Okay. Not animal god, but just this like fucked up thing, like sh- sh- shamanistic. Type. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they they like stumble into this whole thing, and it was just really well made and well paced. And uh, I wish I had more to say about it, but you know, if you have Netflix, check out Rights of Spring. Uh, tell me some stuff about it if you know any trivia right. or whatever, because I really dug it. How was, watch it be like by Ty West or something? I didn't yeah, even realize right. it. How was uh, a lonely place to die? I keep meaning to watch that. I, every time I go into Ollie's, I see it on DVD for like three bucks. Yeah, it's a mumblecore horror film, definitely. Okay, like lowercase horror. Right, right. But really good. The acting is very good. The pacing is very deliberate, but works for it. Sure. Just make sure that you have time to feel like you've been watching something for five hours. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, very definitely worth three bucks. Okay. Cool. Um. All right, let's see. Rates of Spring is back on you. <laughs> uh, this isn't a movie, but um, in the fabled Lost episode, you and uh, Aaron, Aaron talked about uh, Mockingbird Lane. The, oh, the TV show. The yeah. reboot of The Monsters, yeah. Um, I watched it Which on like, Vimeo <laughs> or Daily Motion, something like that. I couldn't find it on YouTube. Demo? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it was good. Um, I haven't heard anything bad about yeah. it. I just don't know. I haven't. Uh, I just haven't. Yeah, watched it. It was a little like dark. Maybe I think that was the thing. It was a little too dark and twisted because it's not. I mean, it's still a comedy, but right. a very dark comedy. And Eddie Izzard as Grandpa is fucking amazing. Yeah, that's He's what definitely I keep the hearing. highlight of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, well, well worth uh, tracking down. Nice. Fun. Yeah. And the first, the, I mean, what's out there is like a pilot, right? It's like a yeah. movie, movie length? Or? Yeah, it's probably like 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Did you watch? Have you finished Preacher? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, um, all of my issues with pacing and such kind of fell away in that last last couple episodes. But definitely the finale was the finale pretty solid. Is the closest they've come to the comic? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean stuff. It's not from, but like the feel, right? And the real spirit of the comic. Yeah, that last episode, and and then I read later on that they were they said after the finale they're like, oh yeah, that first season was kind of a prequel to the comic. Right. Why the fuck yeah. didn't you tell me that to begin with? I right. would have gone in with different eyes. Right. And I think the idea behind it was that because because the comic is so like so quick, like yeah. so fast paced, like they wanted to kind of establish the characters first. Yeah. So you actually like you gave a shit about them more. Which I can well, maybe kind of should, respect. But they should do a little more establishing of fucking Santa Killer. Oh well yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with him. Yeah. Um but uh, I'm excited that they're living. They're leaving Anvil, right? And I do like the um, way that they tweaked how the town got destroyed. Yeah, yeah, that, that was nice. Um, uh, this also leads us to a possible return of Odin in comic book form. Yeah, I think if he somehow survived. Yeah. Oh, know. for sure. Like, That's really gets highlight unhinged. of the show for me is Jackie Earl Haley. Like I was. Yeah. I was pretty angry when they introduced Odin mm. really early and living in the town. Same here. Uh, but as the show went on, his performance like really fucking won me over. So understated but powerful. Like mm-hmm. he's just, he owns that fucking character. I think I pointed out that, that moment after the the girl falls in the sinkhole, mm-hmm. and he walks out there with his assistant who has like a milk crate, mm-hmm. and she, they go through all the motions of like sitting it down. Right. He stands up on it, grabs a bullhorn, and it's like, I think we learned something. <laughs> Shit happens. Be careful. Bye. And then just steps down. They go through all the rigmarole of picking up the... Just, I just... Little shit like that I love. <coughs> and any bit with Cassidy. Cassidy, they fucking nailed. Yeah, they got Cassidy right. Yeah. Um, I was excited and then immediately depressed. I went on a, uh, uh action figure <laughs> bunny trail on... Uh, Gluten-free. Um, on Amazon. And found out that they had made Preacher action oh, figures. Ones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if you want Jesse, it's, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, they made more of those than I thought. Yeah. Uh, more characters. Oh, yeah. They got Tulip, Saint, and uh, Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. I also, uh, Odin, I loved in the show, and I really came around to loving Arseface. I really liked yeah. how, how they went with him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really, it's already got a release date for Blu-ray. It's in October. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of weird to me because they usually hold those until like a couple weeks before the next season premiere. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of toying with the idea of quicker release. I think for which TV, I really that's appreciate. a great idea. Yeah. Um, like I, the the easiest go to right now is Deadpool, where yeah. it came out on Blu-ray like a month after it left the theater. Yeah. You know? Um, I said I was going to see Ghostbusters. I still haven't. Yeah, I mean, I'm either. planning to. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it won't be as painful as I'm expecting. <laughs> right. Which is great. Unless you talk to Will, that is. Yeah, Will did not like it. Yeah. Um, here's another quick one. I rewatched Nightbreed. Nice. Um, with, actually, with Alaska. Hello, Alaska. Nice. Um, she asked me for a movie to watch on Netflix, and I was just naming off stuff. Right. And not realizing it was the director's cut, which I actually don't prefer. Right, sure. Um, I can understand that. That musical sequence, man. Yeah, <laughs> goes on way too long. And I just the ending of the the theatrical cut. That's the ending of Nightbreed to me. You know. Yeah. 
I mean, I respect that it was his vision and all that. But sure. Anyway, so we watched that. She dug it. She was like, wow, everything looks so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, there is that. Uh, I watched a few Full Moon movies oh, on uh, on Hulu the other day. I'm not going to go into the other ones I watched, but the standout, uh, the easy standout being uh, Castle Freak. Oh, nice. Which I'd never seen before. Really? Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's damn good. That poor hooker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that poor woman. Um but yeah, no, it was uh it was good. Um Stuart Gordon. Um Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Like more emotional range than he typically goes through, I feel like, yeah. in movies. Um If they're streaming good. Pit and the Pendulum, you should totally watch that. I haven't found that yet. So good. So good. Yeah. Is that the Lance Henriksen yeah. one? Yeah, I'm sure it's fantastic. Lance Henriksen is Torquemada. Oof. How can you go wrong? Yeah, you can't. Um, okay, knock out these two. I watched, um, I went by, uh, no, <laughs> I went by Best Buy the other day because they had the first season and the last season of X-Files on Blu-ray for 10 bucks. Okay. just the Those are just the only ones they had in stock. Those are the only ones they had on sale. <laughs> All right, that's weird. I'm hoping that like next month I'll do season two and season eight, and I can hey, just slowly collect them that way. Not sure how I feel about that, but all right. I think it might be their like their way of getting people to buy the rest to fill it in. Sure, because who wants the first and the last one? You know. So while I was there, I noticed that they had uh, Christine on Blu-ray, hmm. uh, also for ten bucks. And I was like, you know what? I saw it a long time ago. Didn't really care for it. I've evolved into much more of a John Carpenter fan mm-hmm. in my older days. Right. Maybe it's time to give this another shot. So and I, there's some features. There were a couple of like featurettes and a commentary track with, right. with Carpenter. I'm like, all right. And? It is not Still a very not good. good movie. <laughs> and the main thing is I don't like that actor. Mm. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. Um, he starred in like a slew of 80s. Right. He was like the main guy in, um, um, <laughs> fuck me, the, the fucking uh, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I don't, his acting really uh, like, un, like I did not unnerves me. It just like, it's it's bad. He's not <laughs> very good. Right. Um. But a commentary track with John Carpenter is always fun. For so. ten bucks, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and then on the way back from uh, the convention, we stopped at a Best Buy, and I picked up the Burbs, which we talked about, and I picked up the um, X Files event mm. they had on sale. So I rewatched that, and it was good. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be, mm. but um, absolutely worth watching. And owning, I think, if you're an X Files fan, yeah, it seemed to be the general consensus that I heard was that you know it's good, but kind of expected more. For as few episodes as they had, was it like seven, six? six or seven? Yeah, two and a half of them had a storyline. The others were just monster of the week, mm. and I thought that was weird. Yeah, to be given that small amount. Mm-hmm. And kind of and not having more of an overarching yeah yeah, but I mean a lot of the monster of the week ones are great yeah, 
one in particular. Um, but yeah, totally, totally worth checking out. Isn't there like a were lizard? That's episode? the best episode, really. Yeah. <clears> then <throat> he's played <clears throat> by um, a really great British actor <clears throat> who I can't remember. He was in um, Pirate Radio. Okay. Did you ever see that? I did. Uh, Bill Nye. No, no, I know Bill <laughs> Nye. Um, Oh, are you talking episode. about the guy who played like the kind of pompous rock star? Nope. No, not him either. <laughs> nope. All right. Pirate. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, that was it. Not British. Never mind. <laughs> and dead. <laughs> also right. dead. Uh, still no, sad about that one. That I one still too. hurts. Absolutely. Um, where are you? <laughs> what do you want for free guys seriously is that <laughs> yeah Reese Darby okay alright now I gotta look this guy up he was in Pyro Radio I believe you. Oh, he's going to be in Voltron. Interesting. <laughs> there was something else that I remember when I looked him up. I was like, oh, yeah, from that. But I knew him from... Uh... Oh, he's in What We Do in the Shadows. He's one of the werewolves. Oh, right. Oh, and he's... Not that you care, but he was in Flight of the Concords. Yeah, he was like their he, manager. He was their manager. Yep. Right. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, he's fantastic in it. So glad we went through all that. <laughs> Aren't you, dear listener? <laughs> because I was thinking while you were screaming of... at your fucking iPod for five minutes, the name. Uh, where is he? I forget that Chris O'Dowd was in Pirate Radio. Yeah. Oh, he was so tragic yeah. in Pirate Radio. I, I was thinking of uh, Reese Ifrens. Ifens. Oh yeah. He's the like rock star guy who I really like him. Um, I need we need to use him in a recast at some point. No, we probably should. <laughs> Just going to go ahead and add him to my list of future recast people. <laughs> I so, have like a 20-person long. So anal. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know it. Um, okay, well, the last thing I watched that I haven't finished watching. All right. We're going to wait I have two more. Okay, go ahead. And one of them is this. Okay, go ahead and do the other one. Um... At the convention, I ran into friend of the podcast and former um, conversations with the weird guest, Michael Felsher. Right. Who is the um, head honcho over Red Shirt Pictures, who does a ton of the Scream Factory features and Synapse and Blue Underground. He's all over the place. Um, Very good interview, actually. You should probably go back and listen to it. (laughs) I did recently, and I was impressed at how good it was. But he put together a feature-length documentary about Creep Show years ago that the studios in America, the studios in America, the studio that put it out didn't want it for the. They were just putting out a bare bones thing, right? Like we don't give a shit. <laughs> so he ended up selling it overseas, mm-hmm. and the two-disc Creep Show special edition that came out several years ago there was like the tits, and it had this on there. <laughs> But you could only see it if you had a region-free player in America. 
And people had kind of been clamoring for it. Right. Um, so he decided, well, well, I mean, people are putting out, like, um, Crystal Lake Memories right. and the Never Sleep, Never Again. Sleep Again. Yeah. Why not? Why am I trying to find a, a, a company to put this out as a feature? Why don't I, as a special feature, why don't I just put it out as its own thing? Sure. So he did and did a Kickstarter and put it out, and it is the best Blu-ray purchase you can make. <laughs> it really is. That's a, that's a lofty... Uh I didn't think about when I bought it, but like I'm buying a feature feature Blu-ray made by a guy whose life is putting together kick-ass special features. <laughs> right. Of course, this Blu-ray is going to be loaded sure. down, and it is. Yeah, uh, cover art by Joel Robinson. It's really badass cover art, and um, yeah, like the the documentary is spectacular. Yeah, it's going to make you want to watch Creepshow right away. <laughs> yeah. And the features, I mean, one of the best features on it is the entire Scream Greats Volume 1 from the 80s, which I had on VHS, and a lot of lot of salty horror guys had on VHS, <laughs> and wore it out. It was a little documentary about Tom Sullivan. Gotcha. Uh, Tom Savini, sorry. Tom Sullivan. <laughs> Tom Savini in the 80s, um, like at the at the height of his powers. Um and it's fantastic, and, and people have been clamoring for it, and Felcher was able to finagle it. Not only is it on there, but it's also on there with an optional commentary by Tom Savini oh, shit. and Michael Felcher. <laughs> so there's there's a commentary track on the special feature of the documentary. Like It's the most layered. I can't tell you how happy you're going to be if you buy this fucking movie. This labyrinthine uh, Yeah, I'm Blu-ray. talking to Michael to get him back on the show to see if he'll like hawk it out. But right. it's it's I, I was it's it's tremendous. I, I really can't he's he's a friend of the podcast, but like if it wasn't any good, I wouldn't even bring it up. Right. Um and he I mean and the and the commentary track both. I mean there there are two commentary tracks on the movie. One with Felsher, which is fantastic. Right. And one with um Interviews that he couldn't fit into the oh, Jesus <laughs> movie, um, which are great. And then there's like all the raw footage from every interview. Like mm. it is fucking loaded. I'm telling you. Uh, but the Savini commentary on Scream Greats is one of the most, whether you like it or not, one of the most honest mm. commentary tracks I've heard. At one point toward the end, Michael points out like you kind of have a reputation of being a dick at conventions now. Wow. Like, just lays it out there. And Tom answers. He doesn't dodge the question. Right. You may not like the answer, but right. you got to give him props to be like, okay. Yeah. You took that head on and you gave your side. Sure. Fuck, dude. All right. Yeah. Props. <laughs> Way to go. You are kind of a dick sometimes, but you, whatever. You answered. You own it. It's you fine. totally own it. Um, so, yeah, I just desserts i'll probably make a youtube video just about just desserts because it's that fucking good right then the next thing i've watched three times now (laughs) jesus christ i've watched once straight through and then for a week i had it on as background Mm. while i was doing other stuff and then i kind of kind of watched it all again uh (laughs) the phenomenon that everybody is fucking going ape shit about right and they're right yeah everything you've heard about it is true stranger things is so good yeah, I, uh, I have you, you have a couple left, right? Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. I'm like halfway through episode six. I think there's eight episodes. Um, <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, it's damn good. Um, I posted uh, on on Facebook. I'm, I was like, I'm ten minutes into the first episode, already 100 percent in love with the soundtrack. It's amazing. Um, 
I'm typically not a big fan of child actors, just in general. Yeah, no, same way. Um, but uh, so far, they're all great, um, especially Elle. Um, she does a really good job. Um, Elle's good. I absolutely fell in love with Dustin. Yeah. I related to Dustin because, for me, part of the cool thing of the show is that I was the age of the kids in the show in 1983. Right. So it was kind of like what I wanted Super 8 to be. Right. Right, exactly. Um, I don't know the guy's name. The guy who plays the sheriff. Oh, he's amazing. I fucking love him. Um, he seems like our generation's, or this generation's, Richard Mole. Yeah. Who played Bull on Night Court. I could see <laughs> he's that. He's got that kind of look. Yeah, got kind of that, that brow. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. He's damn good, though. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Winoni Ryder. Yeah. Playing... Uh, just bereaved uh, that's one way to put it crazy woman uh well not so crazy as it turns out yeah like even if you're not a bandwagon guy you gotta watch the show yeah um i mean it's no walking dead god damn no because it's good (laughs) and uh moves along Mm. we're about an hour in jesus christ and i told richie it's interesting because it's one of those rare shows where even if you're watching an episode where it doesn't seem like a whole lot happens, you're still captivated. Yeah. Like you're well, because s- you've gotten to know these people. Like right. you, you care about the little shit that goes on in their lives. Right. And how about the fucking bullies in that movie, in that yeah. show? And not the bullies, but like the older guys that the sister is right, dating. Right. The, yeah. That guy just walked right out of like central casting for fucking just one of the guys yeah. well, to play a bully. The hair. Yeah, and Steve, like. <laughs> I was like, is he like Andrew Garfield's stunt double? Because there's a he is. Yeah, there's you heard it here likeness. first. Yeah, may not be true, but you heard yeah, it here well. first. Um, but yeah, very good. Uh, definitely lives up to the hype. Yeah, it, it really does. All right, you want to knock out this horror block? Go to a song and then break down the con. Yeah. Con. Are you not going to do uh, word sneak? Are we not going to do word sneak this this week? I, I need prep. For that. What a fucking asshole! <laughs> All right, so uh, what you need is salt. <clears throat> this uh, this month's horror block. I'm gonna pretend like you're not talking anymore. You can't come up with five lines from horror movies. You I need want them to be really good. I want them to be really good ones. Whatever, man. Um, not taking applications. <laughs> we belong at gmail.com. This, I can't tell you what the position <clears throat> is, but I think you have an idea. Hmm. This uh, this month's horror block is a is a mixed bag, uh, to say the least. I wrote my five. Are we still talking about that? We are. Um, I got a hat. Yep. Trying to decide if I'm a hat guy. I'm not. Haven't made the. Does the pen come off to function as just a pen? Well, it's not even like a pen. It it's got like a hook thing. So I'm sure you could make it work oh, okay. as a pen. Gotcha. Um, but it's a welcome to Camp Crystal Lake uh, trucker hat, uh, which I'll be keeping. I think. Um, For now. Got a t-shirt. <clears throat> the psycho t-shirt. It's just. The house. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then apparently they have, they just had like a bunch of Blu-rays that they had to get rid of. Because even on like the breakdown of what's in the box, like what's you could get one of these Blu-rays. Um, and it's Kill Kate Malone starring Dean Kane. <laughs> so I'm excited to not watch I this one. I bet that's really good. Probably. Um <clears throat> I know your hatred for Walking Dead, but this is kind of cool. 
It's one of those uh, build a set figure uh, McFarlane Walking Dead things. Yeah, you know, I almost I've almost bought one of those. Yeah, I bought I almost got the uh, governor's. Oh, like office. his room? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, this is just a uh, prison cell with a pretty cool looking little zombie figure. Good thing we didn't so. give away that build a figure of uh, Daryl. Yeah, I saw that over there. Um, and then uh, one of the last items. Uh, I was excited because they said that they were going to do um, a... Well, you said there were three Blu-rays in there. Huh? No, there were multiple ones, and you just got a random one. Like, there oh, was okay. multiple ones that it could gotcha. have been. Um, but there was a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror item. Mm. Um, and it's a print, and it is a Return of the Living Dead spoof, which I kind of like. <laughs> That's very cool. And uh, for Simpsons fans, you know, at the beginning of every episode, there's Spart at the chalkboard. Like, yeah. I will not blah, blah, blah. And it's him on a gravestone painting, I will call more paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because that was one of my lines. Oh, was it? Yeah, some nice. more paramedics. Um, and then, of course, the room org is great. Uh, has a big piece on uh, the saga of the swamp thing. Nice. Um, yeah, all kinds of good stuff in this. Sure. So, I'll have so, to pick up that issue. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really good. So the listeners now have the chance to win... A pretty sweet Psycho t-shirt and a probably not pretty sweet Blu-ray. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you're welcome. That print makes me wish I was a Simpsons fan. Yeah. I I feel like you... I feel like if you sat down and watched The Simpsons, you'd probably dig it. At least the Treehouse of Horrors, because they're... At least the first I've seen 15 seasons were, were pretty solid. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so that's it for that. Um, I'll toss to a song. You want to do yours or mine? <laughs> so much chewing, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I put way more airhead balls in my mouth than I meant to. They're airhead bites, Richie. Get it right. Well, see, what do I have here? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. You picked a song yet? <laughs> of course. <laughs> You're prepared, right? Excuse me. <laughs> you know, you look like your head fell on the cheese dip back in 1957. Uh, never gets no. old. You're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. <laughs> The best. <laughs> the fucking best. Um, we're doing a song, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Are you an ACDC fan? Nope. Not at all? Not even a little bit. Hmm. It's a bummer. Yeah. Because they're really good. Okay, you know what? I think I've already played this on here, but since we've mentioned it three times. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I played this on here before. Oh, no, I haven't. I don't think. I've played this guy before, but I played uh, this night I call Bad Luck. Okay. Um, this is a, a guy named Mr. Monster. 
and the album is called Over My Dead Body, and I think it's the only thing he ever did. I can't find anything about him online. If okay. you know anything about Mr. Monster or more releases or something, please get in touch with me at webelongdeadpod at gmail.com. Uh, this is a song that he did um, for that album called Send More Paramedics. Enjoy. Get me to a hospital, I'm bleeding profusely. Cut me an ambulance, rush me to emergency. I need a doctor and a nurse, my blood and veins forever cursed. I want you here with me tonight, I'm just too young. I don't want to die. Blood and veins forever cursed 
should have stayed and said goodnight Just too young, I don't want to die I like that song, it's pretty good Is it better than your song this week? You can be honest Um, I don't know Yeah I don't know. I'd, I'd just go with yeah. <laughs> so that was the hour and eight minute first <laughs> part of the show. Yeah, we had a lot of catching up to do. It's been a while. Since you could hold your head up high? No. I thought you liked metal. I do. I do. So we just went through the complete Crystal Lake memories uh, on YouTube, and now next up is Crystal Lake memories, the complete history of Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, this is long as fuck. Yeah. Oh, this must just be part one. It's even longer than that. Oh shit! I can't believe this is just hitting uh, YouTube. I can't believe it. Anyway. Uh-huh. Oh, one of the guys from Dark Discussions just liked our "We Belong Dead" page. Nice. They seem like cool guys. About goddamn time. <laughs> they seem like, they, yeah, they seemed fine, but then they, I think unknowingly kind of uh, shut us down at the live show when we started giving away shit, and the one guy from Dark Discussions <laughs> oh, yeah. was like, oh yeah, we have a box of that shit at You're our right. booth. We do that too, yeah. <laughs> we give away our leftovers from Horror Block as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, zombie back, back scratcher, you say? <laughs> <laughs> Just got an update from Kickstarter. Yeah? Yeah, there's one day left. So what's that about? Oh, if they get up to 650000 you'll get a figure of uh, Sam Raimi's Delta 88 car. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to give a huge thank you. Um, I'm going to refrain from, from saying names just because I don't know if this person wants to be out like that right uh with this but somebody really fucking cool and a big big fan of the show and apparently a big fan of me i guess (laughs) um pledged 175 dollars to kickstarter um to buy for me the evil dead 2 deluxe edition game yeah with dice hand carved from the cabin that we can't visit anymore oh we can talk about that too oh yeah um I'm floored. Yeah. I really am. I mean, I, I messaged the, this person back just in parentheses, the word speechless. And right. it wasn't a cop out. Like, I still don't know how to say thank you <laughs> for that. I mean, that is a huge waste of money. Right. Just to, like, appease someone's horror geek nerdiness mm. to be able to own a piece of the cabin. And the game looks fun as fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, the deluxe edition also comes with a second campaign where uh, it's Ash versus Dead-Eyed Hitler. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it doesn't ship until April of next year, but I guarantee you we'll have at least one episode that's just us playing this game. Oh, absolutely. Um, but go there, Evil Dead 2 board game search Kickstarter, and um, keep unlocking shit <laughs> for me to get in the deluxe game. They just unlocked a, a you get a figure of the uh, Rotten Apple head. Oh, Jesus. At the end, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I can't thank you enough 
person uh, who is awesome. So uh, thanks. And we want to encourage more behavior like that. Yeah, absolutely. We have a fucking Amazon wish list. We you do. Know? We do. We give this to you free. Ian yeah. usually has to work the next day. Yeah. I do too now, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the final episode of Live Long Dead. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I could go on and on and gush and gush, but that I'm I'm beyond humbled and like blown yeah. away that someone would, would do that. So, thank you so much. And wrap your head around the idea that we're going to hold in our hands a well, piece of... We're going to hold in our hands. A I'll get piece another of, set of die for you. All right. Sure. <laughs> um, a piece of the cabin. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So last week, <laughs> uh, I was on my Michael Felsher kick and I was watching some of his stuff from the Evil Dead 2 uh, Blu ray. And they went to visit the cabin, which is still in Wadesboro, North Carolina. Um, and I was like, fuck, dude. I just, just created this YouTube channel. What a great thing to do for that would be me and Ian going down to Wadesboro and getting shot at by fucking hillbillies who own the land, but going down there and like coming back with like a fucking doorknob or something from Evil Dead <laughs> 2, Kevin. The work shed was still there. I was so excited. I mapped it out. I'm like, North Carolina, that's just below us. Yeah. Like three and a half hours to get there. I'm like, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. No. We'll go down, get a cheap motel, do like a two day thing. You know, it's going to be so much fun. Maybe get some, you know, talk to some of the locals if they're fans of Evil Dead 2. Right. You know, anything. Or if they're tired of hearing right, from yeah. fans of Evil Dead 2. So I'm so pumped. I've planned out the fucking itinerary. I, I messaged Ian and I was like, hey, got this idea. Well, I've, I've got the, the, te- the message up here. <laughs> okay. I, I think I need to read it here. Okay. So I'm at work one day. I'm not, and I'm really uh, high. On Monday. And super excited. And I get this message that says, so I have an idea for something to put on the walk, uh, We Belong Dead YouTube, but... Dot, dot, dot. It involves a bit of a road trip, probably overnight, breaking the law, and general danger. You'll need to either shut me down now or be in 100%. <laughs> I'm like, am I like going to be accomplice to a fucking murder here? Like, fucking, I, don't... I have a way with words, I'll tell you that much. I was like, all right, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to need more details than that. And uh, you're like, oh, I'll lay it out, but I need to, I need needed you to know the setup first. If you say, dude, bad idea, that stops here. However, in all caps, if you're on board, I will start making real plans. I was like, okay, well, general danger I can handle. I just need to know what I'm potentially getting into re- regarding the levels of laws I'd be breaking. Right, understandable. Yeah. And then he went to tell me. You know, light trespassing because this is what I want to do. Yeah, so. so I was thinking, you know, we got this fucking YouTube channel. Evil Dead Two is like a core movie of our podcast. I would sure. say. Um, one of we should probably come up with a list of like the core movies that like are kind of the foundation of We Belong Dead. Full Eclipse. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Evil Dead Two is definitely one of them. Absolutely. And if we could go down there and like, and I know we wouldn't be the first, and we, you know, it's, right. it's not like a thing. We're, we're not trying to be Sean Clark or you know anything like <laughs> right, that. Right. Um, so I'm really psyched. <laughs> and then I do a little more digging and find out that they cleared the entire fucking area last year. No cabin, no work shed, no nothing, no trees. Yeah, all fucking demolished. And I think you probably found that out the same time I did because I sent you a message, right, saying like, "Never mind." And you were like, "Yeah, just <laughs> yeah." yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's a bummer. And then I was like, "Oh, then you were like, I guess the Evil Dead, the cabin from the first Evil Dead, is probably not there either, right?" And I was like, 
<laughs> start looking up. The only thing still there is the fireplace, which I wouldn't be opposed to stealing a brick from the Evil Dead oh, cabin fireplace not. at all. Could you um, imagine like getting a brick and going to a con and having like Bruce Campbell? He's sign done it? that apparently. I've oh, seen really? him talk about it in oh, interviews. Wow. Yeah. When he, whenever anyone asks, like in in uh, interviews, like how do you get to the cabin or whatever, he usually brings up a story. Nice. Of like, I can't believe some people have risked their lives going because apparently the people that own the Evil Dead One land are way more like, NRA like, friendly. I'm gonna shoot you dead for trespassing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I got a flag jacket. It's fine. Plus, it's in Tennessee, which is a much further trip than just like popping down to Wadesboro. Sure. So then I started looking up just East Coast locations that are still around that we could right. possibly visit and i found several in it and we may we may try to do something i have a huge road trip idea that probably won't take place but um there is a path that we could take over like a week that would uh hit like five or six yeah uh, like in one long road trip but like dc has the exorcist steps mm-hmm. um maryland has blair witch yep um Pennsylvania has everything George Romero, right. including the Monroeville Mall and the Night of the Living Dead Cemetery. Um, PA also has Buffalo Bill's place from Silence of the Lambs, mm. his house. And uh, New Jersey has everything uh, Friday the 13th, the, the original. There you go. The camp is there, mm-hmm. like the restaurants and town and all that are there. Plus, Pseudo Ludo live up there, and I thought it would be kind of cool to... Actually, um, have a face to face. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and what a better place to do it than like visiting the original Camp Crystal Lake. So there may still be something fun, is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, this person that I was talking to about the Evil Dead cabin, everything right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, simultaneously to talking to you about it, yeah, um, was really bummed out. That yeah. like more bummed than I was, I think, because <laughs> um, I went from like. Super excited, giddy to like, man, come <laughs> on, womp, womp, womp. Um, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> long way of saying thank you, um, for throwing money away to, right. to make uh, an idiot smile because it's, it's working. I yeah. cannot wait till fucking April. No, <laughs> hey, it'll be a birthday present. Yeah, there you go. That's true, that's very true. That is. So, so scares the care. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I should probably talk about that a this little bit. Was fun. Yeah, we left here what about thirty minutes later than we planned. Yeah, which is bad. fucking great for us. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd had like two hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't as much uh, driving down the driving down four sixty screaming Rob Zombie <laughs> as there was last year. Well, we didn't have the top down either. That that's true. Helps. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, so we didn't have room to put the pieces in the that's Jeep. That's true. We, uh, well, yeah, the night before I realized that I had to buy an entire new like piece of luggage, <laughs> like a big fucking like carry-on. Right. Um, Just for the for shit, all we're the shit away. that we were giving away at the live show. Yeah. Um, and I think the equipment that we took was in a much bigger container. Well, it, it said it was in two containers instead of one uh, this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we hit the road. Yeah, we did. Uh, of course. Black top rolling. Of course, had to stop at the phenomenal Fish and Pig. Exxon and, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got the barbecue hot dogs. Yeah. 
which I've been telling you about for a while. I'm glad yeah. you finally pulled the trigger on that. They were the fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> they were so good. Yeah. It's uh, two Nathan's hot dogs covered in... Uh, um, pulled pork. Pulled pork barbecue, homemade slaw, mm-hmm. mustard, and remoulade. Mm. God damn. Yeah. And then I got some more of the mac and cheese. <laughs> of course. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We got to go up there again soon. Yeah. Um, so we met Will there. He he left and took his car. Right. And uh, he and, was already there when we pulled in. And I met him for the first time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did not really hit it off. Like the whole weekend, it seemed like there was a lot there was of some tension. tension. Yeah. There was some friction. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sandwich. <laughs> Oh, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, so we go in and eat. Everything's cool. They were playing terrible music. Yeah, which was upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of set the bar high last yeah, time like, we went. Yeah, the last time they were playing a fucking, oh, what's his name? Uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion. Right, I was right, like, right. God damn, this is the perfect place. <laughs> we go in this time, and it's like, how many? Three? And I hear like over the speakers, like, it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely, huh? Yeah. What is happening? It was like the 90s Pussy Rock mix. <laughs> it really was. Uh, it was. The whole time. The we whole were time. There. Uh, but delicious, <laughs> as always. Mm. Uh, so we head back down the road. Yeah. And we stop at Wawa. And we lose Will. Yeah, we lose Will. <laughs> we were going to meet Will at the Wawa like an hour and a half or so down the road. And uh, he stopped at another one. And we ended up not meeting up again. Right. Uh, yeah, it was pretty uneventful after that. It kind of I mean, was, we, yeah. We kind of just went straight on to Williamsburg. We paid a toll. Yeah, $4. <laughs> we went over the terrifying bridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bridge into nowhere. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got there, and check-in was a breeze. No yeah. issues. Um, and I uh, went up to the room and unpacked, and we just kind of hung out. I mean, we didn't really do much. Uh, yeah, we went down and ate in the restaurant. Drink. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and... I got the, uh fish sticks that i got last year all right the, time. the shark bites yeah um and uh yeah we just kind of chilled out um yeah they were showing jaws out of the pool which we got to see from our balcony which we watched which from cool. our balcony um yeah so it's just a lot of like just chill yeah just kind of mentally prepare for the the weekend ahead yeah and you stayed up to like seven in the morning High as hell, making uh, content for the live show. Yeah, I went into this thing being like, you know what? I overprepared last year. Right. And I'm just not doing anything this year. Fuck it. Right. We'll just a wing and a prayer is what will go on. And then as it got closer, like around 6 a.m., I was like, well, I should probably put a little something together. <laughs> yeah. So I did. Yeah. So uh, Friday we wake up. And like, well, I woke up at like eleven. Well, and I woke up at like eleven. I think you. Yeah, got you guys up around, like went into town, right? Yeah, we went shopping. Went to the outlets. <laughs> uh, oh no! Oh god! <laughs> Shit is falling apart here, folks. True. We're still recording, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. We good? Yeah, we're fine. Okay. And um, then we came back and and. Uh, I remember Will and I went down uh, and just to check out the line, and it was ridiculous. Um, tons of people uh, waiting just for the thing to open up, and uh, then we, uh, you know, did a little shopping thing, came back, and um, said so you were up and it showered and we're ready to go. So we went down and checked out the uh, celebrity room, yep. um, 
And I didn't go down there with anything to sign at first, but then I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll go back up, just get stuff signed before everyone comes in, Yeah, you know, on, on Saturday. And um, Met Kane Hodder, uh, had him sign my machete, which he was very cavalier about. Like, he was, <laughs> like, kind of playing it fast and loose with a machete in a crowd full of people. <laughs> he really was. Um, like, stabbed it into the table after he signed it. Yeah. Um, and then he proceeded to... Kane was like in a, a very talkative mood. Yeah, like a 10-minute story. Yeah, I bought his book. Um, and yeah, <laughs> he just started, like, flipping through it, and any picture that he stopped at would tell us the entire story behind the <laughs> right. picture. Which was fun. I'm not yeah, complaining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kane's awesome. Um, and then he nearly choked you out. Yeah. <laughs> Got a weird boner. For a photo op, yeah. yeah. And uh, he had to kind of like drag me down. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as tall as I expected, but still a strong, beefy motherfucker. Um, and really clasps, clasps onto the back of your neck when he does that joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, good guy. Um, good guy. Then we went down to uh, Sid. As we're Sid also on the first name basis. Storytelling fucking story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got him to sign the copy of Spider Baby that you gave me. Yep. And I think that kind of opened the door to talking about like some of his older work, which was really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, he tells us a bunch of stories about Jim Kill and yeah. uh, how Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. loved this uh, student film that Jack Hill did that Sid starred in so much that he like paid to have it restored and pieced back together. And right. like, you know, 35 years after it was made, Sid is in a booth recording like additional dialogue for it <laughs> and right. stuff. And released the feature as a special feature on... Uh, Switchblade Sisters, I think it was, from his uh, Rolling Thunder company. That's right. So i got to track that down and find it. But yeah, he was really super nice. Um, Then we got back to the X-Files guys. Yeah. Which was my main, the meat of the weekend for me. Right. Um, Did we do Mitch first? Uh, I I think you did Davis first. Okay. Okay. they had them set up at the back of the room. I really liked their setup. Yeah. They weren't behind a table. They had kind of a bar booth, like a bar like table. The high tops. Yeah. yeah. And a chair. So, like, they didn't have to move, and you just had to kind of walk in to get right. a picture or whatever. Um, but <laughs> I didn't even... The idea of being nervous did not enter my fucking mind at all until I was, like face-to-face with the cigarette-smoking man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it all came flooding back to me, like, yeah. how fucking awesome he is. <laughs> and uh, so I, I got an 8 by 10 and then I uh, introduced... And he's, he's, he is the cigarette-smoking... Like, yeah. his mannerisms and his voice are cigarette-smoking man. Like, yeah. it's so unnerving. Um, <laughs> his speech pattern was fucking with me the whole time. But, uh... I gave him the, the the pen, or I gave him you know the care package that Pseudo Ludo had sent, and uh, showed him my pen that I was wearing. To, right, and he was oh, marvelous. That's just wonderful. <laughs> um, blah 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 blah. So great. So he signed the eight by ten, and I said, you know, I, I I told him that I'd been watching some of his YouTube videos on skepticism and atheism and stuff. And right. He was like, oh, that's wonderful. You should pick up my book if you're more interested in that. And I was like. I came well, there thinking gotta... that I would pick it up anyway, <laughs> but then I saw it and it was like fifty bucks, and I was like, "Yikes, that's a lot." Yeah. So I thought maybe the next day or on Sunday I would, I would pick it up, <laughs> but then I just like 
<laughs> they just, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I, I just uh, went back and I was like, hey, me again. I'm going to get the book. <laughs> um, so then we went to Mitch Pileggi, and Mitch Pileggi is exactly what you would want Mitch Pileggi to be. He was great. He like, was super nice. He was very welcoming, very uh, open to conversation. Yeah. yeah. Very, very touched at the pseudo Ludo gift. Yeah. He was really into it. Um, yeah. He really dug it and was incredibly thankful. And uh, got a photo up with him. I went with a Skinner picture instead of a Horace Pinker <laughs> picture just because... Just because. All yeah. Right? <laughs> just because I did. All right? I, I was actually kind of surprised that you didn't do both. If I hadn't bought William Davis's book, I might have. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I bought more books this year yeah, me than too. I ever have at a con. Yeah. Um, so then you went back up to the room, I think, and I met Joe Lansdale. Yeah. So I go to Joe Lansdale's table, and I'd met him years ago. Right. Um, and I'd ordered this hardcover first edition Bubba Hotep. Uh, they like excised the short story and put it in a book as the short story with the shooting script and like an intro by Coscarelli and like, right. all this bonus stuff. And eight years ago or more when I was going to meet him, I ordered it and it didn't come in in time. So yeah. I've had this like – like the day I got back from the con, it was in the mail. Mm. So for like eight years, I've held on this grudge to this book. <laughs> So that was my thing was like I was just going to get him to sign that. Yeah. And maybe take a picture with him and get over there and staring at me on top of his fucking table is like the holy grail of horror author books that for me. Right. Uh writer of the Purple Rage. Right. And I was back down at this point cuz Right. Yeah. Cuz yeah. cuz I asked him I'm like, you know, what what would you suggest cuz I haven't read any of your stuff yeah. yet. Um but I'm really interested to do so. What would you, and he's pointing stuff out, and he points that out. And you're like, so, uh, you know, how, how much you uh charge him for that one? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so when you weren't down there, I picked up, I got him to sign Bubba Hotep, and he was like, that's great, man, let's do it. Yeah, woo-hoo. <laughs> he was shooting off pistols. Now, Lansdale was awesome. Yeah, he was great. Again, everything you would want Joe Lansdale to be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and his wife was super fun and funny. Right. Um, but I noticed that he had a hardcover version of the first collection of short stories that ever got me into uh, Joe Lansdale, um, which was... Um, high Cotton. High Cotton. Uh, and I didn't know they ever made a hardcover of it. Right. And I was like, fuck, I gotta... So I, I grabbed that, and right above it, then I noticed uh, Writer, Writer of the Purple Rage. Right. And I said, is that really that? Like, it was shrink-wrapped and everything. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, yeah, man, that's that's real rare. That one yeah. right there is real rare. And I was like, I know, believe me. Like, I've, for years I've been, like, watching it on eBay. He's like, yeah, that's the last one I got. That's, that's it. And it's like an early collection of his short stories. It's where Bubba Hotep originally appeared right. as a collection. And uh, he's like, I'm, I'll let it go for 50 bucks. And I was like, what are you, William Davis? Right. Like, all right. Well, for now, I was like, for now, I'll just get these. And, right. and can I get a picture? And he's like, oh, of course you can get a picture, man. But if you want to get that, get it soon because it's the last one on earth. He's like really fucking pimping it out. Right. So we get a picture and then you come down. And right. Then, uh, yeah. And uh, so I'm looking at it and you finally go, I mean, if you're not going to get that one, I'm going to. So. I'm like, go ahead. I didn't want to pull another. Uh, <laughs> didn't want to pull a Brian Keen on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for that. Um, and still worked out in your favor. Um, you picked it up. I got uh, a hardcover edition of Bumper Crop, right? Uh, which is the first thing I'd ever read by him, and it's basically a pseudo follow up. 
Yeah, it's a pseudo follow-up to High Cotton. Because oh, I didn't know that. It's basically... Uh, Shit, I should have picked it up. He, he goes into it saying how um, you know High Cotton is like the cream of the crop of his stuff at the time. And while the stuff in this book is stuff he has a lot of love for, it's not necessarily as like uh, well received or, mm-hmm. or what have you. Um, and so I'm like, this past week I've been burning through it at work, and I'm like, if this is his B grade stuff, like I am fucking stoked to read what else he's got. And I also picked up um, the first volume of the Happen Leonard. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, series. I need to get on that. To I haven't read any of that. Yeah, but you you watched the show, right? I've seen so, the first episode. Yeah. I saw the pilot. It was very good. Uh, yeah, he was. Ta- he talked a lot about that too. How happy he is with how it turned out. He's yeah, talking about how lucky he's been with like adaptations of his work. Like how he has been like thrilled with everything right. that's been done. Well, didn't he say like he was on set for every episode? Yeah, for every episode, which is really learned. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, something else. He mentioned something else that just got optioned, didn't he? Well, I asked him about Cold in July. That that was already made into a movie, but it was made into a movie, and I because yeah. uh, he had the Blu-ray as well. Right. And I asked him, you know, what he thought about, like you know, and uh, again, he is very pleased yeah. with how it turned out, and I think that kind of led into the other stuff. But, I can't remember uh, what it was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Lansdale was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. Granted, I haven't had a bad experience with a celebrity at Scares the Care yet, but uh, it seems like the authors I've met have been really super cool. On my way back to the X-Files, guys, the boogeyman grabbed my arm and complimented my Boris tattoo. Nice. Very nice. So that happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. Um, But yeah, uh, then what did we do? Uh, We went to the vendor room. I didn't go to any vendor rooms until Saturday. That's right. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I, I took a pass think, around the vendor room. <laughs> I think I bought so much more in the celebrity room than I planned to. Right. Um, that I was like, okay, no. Let's just <laughs> got to come this down away from, from this high. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I came away from the celebrity room with like five books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it worked out well for me because the stuff I got signed, I brought with me. Yeah. So I just had to pay like the 20 bucks or whatever. Right. Um but uh, or with Sid, what five, ten, fifteen? I think. Oh, was it was fifteen. Yeah, still, still not like the cheapest yeah. of anybody. I think. Um, oh, I saw some pictures from the X Files photo op. Yeah, not very good. Yeah, it's kind of what I was like. Well, I hope it's not this, right? And, and it's it literally just a backdrop backdrop that says X Files, right? And they're just standing there, right? Like, hey. Instead of being like in a scene or anything <laughs> right. like that, yeah. Um, but still, cool if they offered it. Very you know. cool. Yeah, um, I saw. A, John Kreese and Johnny Lawrence hanging out a lot. I really yeah. feel like they're getting Cobra Kai back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I saw Kreese uh, quite a bit, like just mm-hmm. walking around, like in the vendor room and stuff. I love that we're refusing to call him by his real name. Yeah. I bet he loves that. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I kind of wanted to meet uh, William Zapka. Yeah. To be honest, because, I mean, that guy was so prevalent in my childhood. <laughs> he was the bad guy in everything. Yeah, sure. Uh, Karate Kid, just one of the guys. Um, oh, there's another one that he's oh, back to school. He's the bad guy in back to school. Right, like he's right. all over the place. Yeah, and I've like recently seen interviews and stuff with him, and he seems like the nicest fucking guy. Yeah, but I didn't. I like I said, I bought a goddamn fifty dollar paperback <laughs> from William Davis that I haven't even started reading yet. Yeah, <laughs> but I did. It did uh, kick me in the ass when we got back. I put all of my signed books in one place. Yeah. 
I haven't found a place to put them. They're just <laughs> sitting in a chair, but yeah. yeah. If I hadn't let some random girl borrow my uh, signed copy of Chen's Could Kill, oh, I'd shit. still have that. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> um, and then I think we just kind of hung out and had dinner before we did the live show, right? I mean, I don't think anything else Yeah, they happened. sat us in the fucking spotlight table for oh, karaoke. Jesus Christ. That was the worst. Like, oh, you have three people? Let's seat you at this table that easily seats like ten. Yeah. Uh, right in the middle of the karaoke area with the spotlight right down on you. And, As they uh, begin. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we sit down. And I'm like, this is weird. This is a big table. And then fucking Green Day, like American Idiot or some shit, starts playing very loudly. I'm like... I thought you liked metal. You know, you keep saying that. So um, do you. And, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so yeah, then we did a live show. Yeah. Uh, which went fairly well. If you listen to it, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um. It's fine. Brian Keane stood us up again. It's fine, though. Yeah. It's fine. He was probably tired. It's fine. (laughs) And then, uh, if you listened to the episode already, you know that I took a little, little trip out to the, (laughs) out of the podcast to go see if I could track down Joe. Yeah. And I couldn't find him, even talked to one of the guys who worked there to see if he would call him, see if I could hold him. He couldn't get him. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The whole crux of our live show was <laughs> hinging on fucking Joe being there, too. Uh, so I just ended up coming off like an asshole at the end, being like, by the way, we raised a bunch of money for, this, right. for the charity. Good night. Right. Oh, so angry. Yeah. So much anger. We got Jenna Manson, who was awesome. She, yeah. Her interview was really uh, cute, I would yeah. say, yeah. really fun. Um, and then as you went to try to find Joe, I noticed that our, our buddy and author, John Bowden, was in the crowd, so I called him up, and we did a nice little interview with him. Yeah. He's, he's always awesome. He's, like, the nicest fucking <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. And uh, I picked up his book. That's another book I picked up, Jedi Summer. Have you read that yet? I haven't. It's a really short book, but right. I haven't even... Uh, it's a uh, novella, I yeah. guess. Um, it sounds great, though. It sounds like it would be a really good companion piece to Stranger Things, actually. Yeah. Um, like, uh, incidentally. Right, like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's great. I'm sure the book is great. I'll let you know as soon as I read it. Um, but, yeah, go to Amazon and pick up Jedi Summer by John Bowden. It's, it's, I can't tell you it's great, but I know it is. I know, right, <laughs> I know right, it's right. great. And he's, he's a, good, a really good guy to support. As far as like independent art, um, mm. Shock Totem, the magazine that he used to put out, which hopefully will come back. Uh, but anyway, that went really well. And then, um, you know, we ended and Joe didn't show up and I was fucking livid. <laughs> um, trying not to come off as livid. Right. Um, and we went like exactly an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Almost exactly an hour. Yeah. Um, so then that night we... What did we do Saturday? Well, that was Friday night. Right. So I think we just went back to the room and smoked and drank. Like, we didn't... Yeah, probably. We really did much. Went to wallow in our sorrows for a bit. (laughs) Yeah. We ended up going to Dunkin' Donuts, I think, didn't we? Oh, I think that was the Wawa night. Yeah, we went to Wawa. God, we each bought, like, $40 worth of fucking Wawa. So fucking stoned. Yeah. (laughs) It was all good, though. It really was. (laughs) Um... We, that was the 
That was the night we stayed up till fucking. Oh, they had like, a pulled pork quesadilla. That's what did. I got. That's right. That shit was awesome. Oh, and I got the uh, mac and cheese with bacon. Yeah, their mac and cheese is on point. Um, that may have been the weed talking. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's probably just pretty pretty good. But um, how was my sub the next day? I, I it was had, good. I bought a six inch sub that I didn't even eat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the night we stayed up till like sunrise. Yeah, and I was like. Guys, the sun's coming up. We need to get some sleep. <laughs> they had these donuts at Wawa. I was really bummed that I only got one, but it was called like a chocolate covered yellow cake. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, whatever. I was trying to make a, a half dozen for the price or whatever. Right. And I fucking bit into it when we got back to the room. The motherfucker was just a gigantic little chocolate donut. <laughs> yeah. Like it was exactly like the little chocolate donut, just in huge form. Yeah. I, my mind was blown. Blown, I tell you. Mm. So then we went to bed. And woke up at like 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Not just me this time. Right. And you weren't feeling too hot, I believe, that morning. Or was that fr- Friday morning? Uh, yeah, one morning I was. And I think that was oh, Friday Oh, it was morning. Friday because that's yeah. why Will and I went off on our own. But anyway. Yeah, I uh, stayed up drinking and trying to write a lineup. Right. And overdid it. Yeah. With the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember waking up and looking at the bottle of Makers. I'm like, that's uh, a might bit lower than it was when I went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so Saturday we got up, and that's when we really hit, like, the vendors and all that. Yeah. Um, i trying to think what all I got. I got a, a Spawn figure, which when right. I told you that it was a Spawn figure, you're like, oh, fuck, what's this? <laughs> and then I showed it to you, you're like, okay, no, that's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, what else did I get? Um, you got me a Frank figure. I did get you a Frank figure, yeah. And after looking it up on Amazon and realizing how much it's worth, I kind of wish I had got it for myself. But it was like thirty bucks, and I look on Amazon because I'm like, I'd kind of like that for myself. I'll see what I can what I can find. Amazon like marketplace, the cheapest one was like one hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> I got way more for it than that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it just made me have to go buy. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, me too. Fuck. The evil stepmother. What kind of horror fans are we? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, while you're looking that up, yeah. I will say I was pretty impressed with the vendors this year. Uh, a lot of uh, people selling figures, which was nice. Um, uh, let's see. Um, lots of original art, lots of authors, of course. Um, Jenna's prints were fantastic. Uh, we were introduced to Mike's 3D shadow box prints, which, again, can't say enough. Those things are fucking gnarly. Um, and, uh, yeah. You got her name yet? Yeah. Whew. Anyway. So, yeah, the vendor rooms were pretty great. Um, Julia. Julia, yep, that's the one. With rubber rip-away bandages and clothing. That's a nice a nice touch. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Frank is just him and his bloody mess self in a, in a suit, <laughs> which, was, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Those same, same people tried to sell me a waxwork print, but it was not worth the price. Oh, the poster? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he picked it up. He's like, "Yeah, it's original. It's like primo condition." Then you see like the 
there's like a little tear at the top, I think, and like the bottom left hand corner was bent clearly. Yeah, like brown stains on the side. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, no yeah. Things. yeah. Um, I would love a waxwork poster, yeah. though. Oh, and I did also get uh, a complete set of Ghost Rider trading cards. Oh, yeah. From like the early 90s. That was pretty sweet, actually. Have you been trading with all your friends? No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was way cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, me too. Like, How much are these? And he was like, 50 cents. <laughs> Seven bucks. Seven, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Um, I don't remember what I bought in dealer rooms. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, yeah. Julia. I, I bought a really cool metal alien keychain. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I like, oh, it's five bucks. Why not? Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that was pretty yeah. much it for me. Yeah, I mean, the bulk of my stuff went to Mike and his shadow boxes. Right. Like... Which, while expensive, were not bad prices, yeah. you know. And it was nice because I didn't even have to feel bad about spending the money because it was it was uh, money that I accrued from selling my body oh, to uh, right. uh, Octopharma. Um, so, for listeners out there, pro tip: uh, if you're going to a convention, uh, go donate plasma for about two months before you go, and just use that money. Um, so yeah, Saturday uh, we just. Did all that, and then we went, uh, we hit the outlets again. Oh, yeah. Because you needed to buy, like, five watches. Two um, watches. And uh, then we went to a delicious yet swelter- swelteringly hot. The place would have been so good if it hadn't been for the heat. Yeah, uh, barbecue place. Um, yeah, Red that was a little ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. Um, really good food. Really hot European waitresses. Yeah. Uh, which was a nice, nice plus. Um, yeah, apparently, like all these years, I've bitched about how there's nowhere to go and nothing to do in Williamsburg, <laughs> but we just didn't know where to go. Right. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Um, sorry for talking so much shit, Williamsburg. Yeah. Um, I will say that Fossil Outlet had really good prices on shit, though. Yeah. One of the watches I bought was like regular, close to two hundred bucks. Yeah. And I got it for like sixty. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we came back and. Uh, we did something. Oh, we were going to go see Rocky Horror. We finally went down to meet up with Chuck. Right. <laughs> and you got to give him his fucking without warning uh, shadow box. <laughs> yep. And uh, talk to him for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, they met up with uh, Joel. Joel Robinson, <laughs> his buddy. Um, I feel so bad I don't remember his friend's name. Yeah, me too. I sent him a request on Facebook, but I can't remember what it like. He wrote it down for me. Right. Um, uh, but Joel, yeah. Super cool guy. Uh, and Joel I hadn't met before. Oh, that was another thing I bought. Um, we mm. went over to Joel's stand, and uh, and it was really tough. I couldn't figure out what to get because there were so many options yeah. and so many things I wanted. And um, I finally decided on his House of a Thousand Corpses print. And it's, it was like... Ten bucks for the print, five dollars more if you want like this hard plastic protective sleeve thing. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, let me get that with the sleeve. And uh, he goes, all right, man. Like, all right, man. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> Far out, man. Joel's <laughs> and, awesome. Yeah, I fucking love Joel. Um, and he goes over and uh, and uh, he's like, well, I mean, I've got I've got one signed by Sid if you want it. And I was like, yeah, I want it, but. I'm trying to not spend a lot of money. He's like, no, no. What do you think? I'm at a convention? Right. Wait, you think I'm trying to make money here? Uh, No, here's uh, I'll give it to you the same price. I'm like, well, fuck, yeah, absolutely. 
And then he proceeds to sign it as well. Um, and then he goes, uh, I've also got these frames. You were like, oh, I don't want you to sign <laughs> Right, right. Uh, he said, I got these frames. Uh, I can put in a frame for you, too. Same price. I'm like, yes. Like a legit frame. Yeah. <laughs> like, please, do that. And uh, so we make plans to meet up with him later. But uh, And we but did. Yeah, and we, we did. got super fucking baked. Well, and I, I think we were both, and Will probably as well, we're already kind of drunk. Yeah. Oh, I was already high. Because well, that yeah. was the night I came down the elevator alone. I got freaked out because <laughs> yes, right. I got in alone, and then by the time I got to the next floor, there were like forty people in the elevator. Oh, and how do we not talk about the fucked up elevator? <laughs> yeah, there's just one freaked elevator. me out. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't quite stop. <laughs> no, well, it would stop, and then it would act like it was going higher again yeah. as you were stepping off, and there was no higher level. Yeah, that's weird. Or was there? Ooh, thirteenth uh, floor situation. Uh oh. Um, so I met up with Joel, and we got. Super drunk and stoned. Yeah. And I was then, drinking mojitos in honor of Sam Axe. There you go. Yeah. And then... Uh, that bar makes a good mojito. I'll give them that. Yeah, it looked like it. They put the fresh mint and everything in it. Nice. Go yeah. the extra step. Um, and uh, he's like, hey, man, you guys want to come up to the room and and do some shots? It's on, it's on me, man. Just coming up. And I was like, yeah. Hell well, yeah. first, he didn't say, let's go to the room. He just well, said, like, let's, let's do get some shots. shots. My treat. And I was like, oh, I'll go to the bar and do shots with Right, everybody. that's right, that's right. And then we just passed just the bar. kept walking. I'm like, what the like, fuck uh, is going on? And we were with, it was the four of us, and then along the way we met, a, we met uh, I think it's Mike's brother, Mike Lombardo's oh, brother, right. and some woman that he was with. Uh-huh. And they tagged along, we went up, and... I'm we're realizing just at, we're just at hyperspeed heading toward this elevator, and we're just picking up people along the way. Well, some of us are doing hyperspeed <laughs> because I kept looking back, and and Richie and Will are kind of hanging back a bit. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know what Will is doing, but I was trying to figure out a way out of it, right? Because I've partied with Joel before, <laughs> and Saturday night partying with Joel turns into noon Sunday, like <laughs> in no time. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So so we get to the, closer to the elevator. You guys are all in, right? And I can't come up. I'm super fucked up on you, drink and drugs. And <laughs> I'll catch up, guys. I'll be with you later. So and then, no, I yelled at you to, to text me the room number. Oh yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> and I did. I and then once we got there, I sent it to you. You're like, yeah, man, I, I can't do it. <laughs> like, all right, I'll just hang out in the stranger's room for a while. I had some anxiety but, going, man. But the best part. Like, even more than that was when we're going up in the yeah, elevator. Yeah, said Will's exit was even better. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're on, what, the... Fifth floor. Fifth floor. Yeah. And uh, and his room was on the fourth... I, I don't remember how it worked out, but basically, like, we got to our floor for some reason, and uh, and we had to let some people off. And then Will does this fucking, like, juke spin move... <laughs> It was like, I'll catch up with you later, man. Like, as the door is closing, I'm like, what? what? Uh, all right. <laughs> and so I go up, and it's, so it's the four guys and this chick. And I'm like, I've never partied with, like, an artist or, like, a ce- celebrity before. I'm like, are we going to get lined up and sucked off by this woman? Like, I, I don't I don't know what to expect. And sadly, that did not happen. I mean, what's up, Sam? Uh, <laughs> what is up, Sam? <laughs> How you darn? Uh, and uh, at, at this point, I'm out front of the hotel, sitting on a bench, having a cigarette, <laughs> and like actually trying to get up the nerve to go up to the room because I'm like, I want to party, but it just like sure. this wave of anxiety of like, 
you've put too much poison into your body in the last hour. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's and it's sweltering. It's like 180 oh, yeah. degrees outside. The whole weekend it was fucking atrocious. <laughs> it really was. Um, so we get up there and we do a couple shots um, and just kind of hang out for a bit. And then we're like, oh, let's go back down to the bar. And so we do. And uh, Joel had to peace out for a minute and came back. But while we were waiting, we are standing outside the bar. And this scrawny, like, spider monkey dude comes up out of nowhere and starts doing fucking Ric Flair promos in the middle of the goddamn this lobby. This I saw. At this point, it I was, would come back into the lobby. Right. And was sitting on one of the couches in the lobby. Right. And I look over to my left and I see all this going down. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And... Lombardo's brother is like egging him on and like t- you know taking videos on his phone and shit, like to the point where like the hotel staff is like leaning over the counter at the <laughs> other end of the hotel, like watching to be like, what is happening? Like thinking they're gonna have to get like call the cops or something. Joel finally shows up, and we just chit chat there in the lobby for a bit, and uh, and then we go into the bar, and then. Uh, we're just sitting there, and, and uh, Lombardo's brother goes to offer us a drink because the bar's about to close. It's last call. And he's like, what do you guys want? I'll, just, I'll buy you a shot. And like we're all super indecisive. And he's like, fuck it. I'll get some kamikazes. And uh, so I'm like seven, like the equivalent of seven shots of whiskey in, stoned out of my mind. And now I've got a fucking kamikaze coming, too. And I... I had to tap out after that. Like I at think at this they, point, I'm, I went up to the room. Yeah, and I walk in, and Will's there in his boxers, like making blowing up his bed, right? Because he brought an air mattress, and um, I just went across the room and sat down. <laughs> like I couldn't even talk. <laughs> He's like, "Where's he?" And I, was, and I told him the whole story. I was like, "I didn't go to the fucking. I could right. not keep part." I was like, "I kind of made fun of you earlier when you were like." <laughs> Remember, we got to get to bed early tonight. No 7 a.m. Just That's check right. out to the 11. And Ian and I were both like, fuck, Dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, I, you're kind of right. We can't, right, <laughs> we right. can't be partying until 7. <clears throat> About this time, you walk in. Yeah. And I'm sure I look like shit, <laughs> as is my usual You look Saturday like you've been night. partying with Joel. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was worth it. But, yeah, I definitely felt like I had... And, uh, yeah, it was a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then you and I go out um, on the balcony mm-hmm. and light another fucking, some more weed. Because why not? And I was like, you know, we should probably pack up tonight and carry shit out to the Jeep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and at that yeah. point, I'm like, yeah, it's not happening right now. <laughs> right. Because I don't trust myself on, like, stairs or anything elevated right now, other than this balcony, strangely enough. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. Give it like a half hour. We'll go yeah. down. That didn't happen. It did eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because then we went to Dunkin' Donuts. That's right. We packed up everything <clears throat> in the Jeep, and as we shut the back of the Jeep, I said, Ian, another one of these situations. Shut me down now if you think it's a bad idea. <laughs> but at like 3, 4 a.m. every night, we've gotten donuts. I feel like we need to do that tonight. Right. I'm not drunk anymore. Right. I'm pretty high. But we can do this. Yeah. And you were like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. So we go, and Dunkin' Donuts only has like three donuts left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Sunday was just your general, like... Yeah, Will got up and left early. Right. He was like, hey, 
he had all this shit packed up and we'd just woken up and he was like hey i'm gonna take off and do like a lap around the dealer room and then i'm gonna head home right we're like all right man later it was really fun having will back yeah he's a good dude yeah i enjoyed it um so then it was just me and you yeah so we did like a final lap through all the dealer rooms and all that you actually hadn't been to the one main uh action figure room at that point had you no, we went there Saturday. Oh, I didn't right, go back right. up there. I that's just, right. I just stayed on the yeah, bottom yeah. floor. Because um, you decided not to get that poster. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, but I was like, all day Sunday, was, you, were, you were like, uh, well, not all day, but at one point you were like, uh, so uh, when are we going to interview Joel? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even make any fucking like... Like, there's no passive aggressive plea or, or yeah, anything. Yeah. I was just like, we're not interviewing Joel. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we're not. I was like, I'm sorry. I just no, we're not. <laughs> we'll get him to Skype in one night or something. Right. We'll definitely have him on this show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like you, if you haven't met Joel Robinson, not of MST3K fame, <laughs> right, of right. Art World fame, um, you really don't know how long he can talk. Yeah. In a great way. I mean, sure. But like hungover ready to just head home so i've decided like i want to do a little more for pseudo ludo mm. like i really kind of want to get them holding up the pen and like pointing at it you know right so because we're going long I'm, we're at almost two hours nice so i'm gonna just i went back in and i thought i'll do mitch because he seemed really nice and really yeah, cool yeah, yeah. about it so i go up to him and and uh I think he was like, hey, like he remembered like that I brought the pen or whatever. Right. And was talking about how he was like floored and like showed everybody. He was like pointing to celebrities and just so fucking grateful and awesome. And I was like, uh, well, could I ask you for a favor? And then, like the big, like, I hate doing, like, you right. know, I hate feeling like a. Don't be a like pest. smoothie. And, yeah. yeah. And I was like, you can say no, it's not going to hurt my feelings. Right. And he was like, what, dude? Just fucking, what do you need? And I was like, do you think you could hold up the pen? You know that, uh, and he was like, "That's it." I'd fucking love to. He's, and he's like, "Did you see? I tweeted them." That's right. And I was like, "No, fuck what?" And clearly, Sudoludo hadn't either because <laughs> yeah. they hadn't been. <laughs> so I get him. This, the, he's like pointing at the pen and looks all cool. And then I start walking toward William Davis, and I'm like, "Nope, nope, not even gonna. Nope." Yeah. So intimidated. Yeah. And I did another lap, and I came back to him, and I was like, "Hey!" And then I lied. I was like. I bought your book, and he was like, "Oh, I, yes, I remember." Oh, and I was right. like, "I can't put it down," <laughs> and, so, and I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm I just, sure it's great, you know. Yeah, but I had to like warm him up, you know. Right, right. Anyway, long story short, I got him to pose with the pen very happily. He was right. uh, not strong armed at all or anything. He, they both were honestly floored with how cool the whole packaging was and right. everything. So. So then I got to have some fun with Pseudo Ludo <laughs> as we're about to leave. Um, I texted, I think I was like, hey, have you guys checked your Twitter today? And Pam responded like, no. And then there was like a long like pause of silence, like radio silence. And then, right. oh my fucking God, blah, 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 <laughs> on and on. So I was like, yeah. He told me uh, when I went back by to see him today, he told me that he tweeted. And he was, she's like, you went back to see him today? why and i was like eh, no big deal you know whatever <laughs> she's like what did you do what happened and blah 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 so i sent her the picture of pelagi with the pen and she's like i'm on the phone with my mom we're both crying <laughs> this is amazing and george is like which i found out he spells it jorge pronounces it george okay well, good to know but it likes going by monstro 
Okay. So I'm going to try my best to refer to him as Monstro. Okay. Um, the other half of Pseudo Ludo. It's right. Pam and Monstro. Um, and they're just like floored and going, like, thank you so much. And I'm like, this is not a big deal for, I mean, like, I don't need to think, like, this like, was happy awesome to do for it. me. Yeah, yeah, like, totally happy to do it. Um, <clears throat> happy to be acquainted at all with, like, artwork that amazing, sure. you know. Because I told them that I made it. I was like, you know, I, I designed this pen, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> smelted it myself. Right. Uh, no, I did not. But uh, so, so then I was like, oh, well, you're probably not going to really even care about getting the next picture. And they're both like, motherfucker. Like, they go from, like, <laughs> like very happy to very angry. And I just, like, led that on for a while and sent the picture of William Davis holding the pen. And they were just... Yeah. They were so appreciative that, and and to me, I was just like, I love doing it. Like it yeah. was so much fun. Oh yeah. So that was it. We left the com- oh well, we did have a little snafu with the room. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to make us check out on Saturday morning. No, Friday morning. Friday morning, yeah. Yeah, because it was like technically it was like two different transactions, yeah. and there was a mix up. But- Which like once. Every couple weeks leading up to the con, I would call to double check with them. Like, so we're not going to have to move rooms. This is going to be a problem, right? Right, and they're yeah. like, no, 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 totally fine. Even a check in, I was like, so it's kind of split up, but is that cool? They're like, no, no, it's fine. Ended up getting charged for one night, and then getting charged for two nights separately, right? And all this shit, and they tried to get us to check out all this, but everything worked out fine. So, but it's always something with fucking hotels with me. There's right. always some kind of snag. Um, so we leave. Hmm. Yep. And, uh, oh, I forgot to tell the story about Chris. So our buddy Chris, who we've talked about before, who hopefully we'll be getting on the show soon. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, was like, Hey man, while you're there, could you get Kane to sign something for me? I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. And he gives me this Jason figure. Right. And he realized like, when I went to pick it up from him at work, and of course at this point he couldn't go back home and like you know get something else. Yeah, he was like, uh, "God, I fucked up, man. Uh, I got a figure of a movie where Kane doesn't play Jason." And so there was like this moral quandary for him. Like, would it be shitty to have him sign it? And eventually I was like, "Yeah, it would be pretty <coughs> shitty. So we'll, we'll have to do something else." So I'm like, "I'll, I'll get a print for you. Like, it's fine." And so. Saturday I go up to Kane and I'm like, Hey, I've got a buddy and kind of explain the whole situation. And I'm like, and he feels super bad about it. Like he's, he's really kind of hating himself right now. Can you please make him feel worse? Hmm. So he signs the print and then I take a picture and send it to Chris of Kane, just giving him the finger. And it was a highlight of my day. That was Absolutely. a good time. Um, most, if not all these pictures are on our, we belong dead Facebook page. Yep. yep. Um, and then, uh, so anyway, so we leave and uh, head out of town. We stop at a Sunoco. Yep. With uh, the warmest drinks ever. So then we drove away. Oh, uh, no. The second one was a Sunoco. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the first one I was forgot about like that fucking shady. Yeah. And then we yeah, stopped at the Sunoco just to get a drink <clears throat> and some snacks because yeah. I was really needing something. And, uh, well, you can take it from here. <laughs> so I'm walking around. It's like a trucker's paradise type of stop yeah. where like they have like they cater to truckers. And they have like DVDs and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh in the back they were selling shirts. <laughs> and 
I was just kind of walking around the whole place, and I see a fucking shirt that I swear to God is the spitting image of the shirt LG wears in Texas Chainsaw 2. Anyone that knows me well enough knows that LG is a fucking hero of mine. No fucking, like, joke about that. LG is amazing. I made you a fry house, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like I've done falling apart on you, darling. Aw. <laughs> so, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta own an LG shirt. And I kind of like the idea that the last thing I bought from the con was at a gas station. And, like, yeah, so I come out and I, I grabbed a couple coffees and we're sitting in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> Turned to Ian and was like, Do you see those shirts they have back there? <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I guess they had some shirts. And I was like, Tom, oh, but they had like a a fucking cowboy shirt with the pearl buttons, like red plaid with the sleeves ripped off. It was just like LGs. I'm like, Oh, you mean that Larry the Cable Guy shirt they had in the back? <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> so I'm like, I kind of want it. It's yeah. like 40 bucks, though. <laughs> So we sit there for a while, and I just keep contemplating it. And I'm like, I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. Like, to the cashiers and shit, just going in. I'd like to buy this fucking shirt. With the pre-ripped off sleeves and everything. <laughs> and I did. You did. And I didn't feel stupid at and all. And you were so happy about it. I am. I'm wearing it now. It's my yeah. it's my podcast shirt. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then, of course, we had to stop at uh, Fish and Pig on the mm. way back. Which is a totally different kind of experience when you're fucking exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Still delicious. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but, like, everything well, was kind of get... off. They were playing soul music. Yeah, which was and, an improvement. Yeah, which was an improvement. Then they sat us in a completely different place. Uh-huh. So everything was just kind of off. Right. And um, you definitely wanted, we both wanted, like, lighter fare, yeah, <laughs> considering yeah. how exhausted we already were. So I think I got the fish tacos mm. and mac and cheese mm-hmm. with uh, with pineapple juice. Right. And it was great. Yeah. I, you got, did you get fish tacos? We got the same thing, didn't we? Yeah, I got yeah. fish tacos again. Yeah. This thing's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd kind of like to go there now. <laughs> I'm sure they're still open. I'm hoping they, they tore down my old house. I don't think we've talked about that since. Oh, yeah. Um, the old headquarters over on Old Forest Road that had like 10 years of the most insane Halloween parties and yeah it was sadder than I expected when I went over and looked at it you should have like grabbed a piece of the house I did oh you did I grabbed an outlet nice because I was like this is what I was terrified of the whole time (laughs) I lived there (laughs) that was going to catch fire right Um, but yeah my hope is that they put a 24 hour fish and pig there yeah (laughs) I'm starting that rumor now in hopes (laughs) that somehow uh, like like a chaos magic (laughs) I'm trying chaos magic you believe it, you want it bad <laughs> yeah. enough, you'll make it happen. <clears throat> so we get back. You didn't fall asleep once. I didn't. Which, I, was, I was proud of myself. Yeah. Um, we get back, and it's incredibly hot in Lynchburg, too. Yeah. Uh, I walk in the house to find out that my roommate has had the air conditioner off, <laughs> like, all weekend. Of course. Uh, and I'm just fucking beat. And your girlfriend texts or calls you. Yeah. As we get back into Lynchburg, wanting us to come down to do tequila shots. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, you all should come out and have some drinks. Uh, just one. Just, And I'm like, no, I, I can't. We literally just I, drove in. I just cannot right now. And uh, she's like, oh, come on, just one drink. And I, I, I asked Richie, I'm like, say no, say no. 
And he's like, yeah, well, maybe. Like, no, fucker. <laughs> Absolutely not. I had a moment of maybe. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't bullshit. I was yeah. like, you know what? No, no. <laughs> but then I thought about all the unpacking I had to do and right. all this shit. Which was a chore. I had so much in the fucking We Belong Dead bag yeah. to, to take out down here. And then I ended up, like I do every time, I took like a 30-minute nap mm. that night. And then got stoned and went to Walmart and got some frames. I didn't mm. have to get nearly as many frames as usual, which was a nice change. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. And uh, Oh, on Sunday or Saturday night also, we were able to present Joe with the check. Oh, right. We didn't even talk about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. We and, found him. And, and before we could even say anything, he was like profusely apologizing right. for missing the podcast. And anybody that knows Joe knows that like any like sliver of like <laughs> anger or... Disappointment. Like, it does anything yeah. immediately the next time you see him, it just it melts, melts away. away yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gone. Um, so I had the cash from the pseudo Ludo raffle, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the night that Joe wears a big like triple D bra in the bar, and people stuff money in it for right. the charity. And he pointed to his tit for the cash, and I was like, "All right, no, I understand. It's just cash, whatever." That's right, fine. right. So then I opened up the money order because <laughs> we are a classy <laughs> podcast. Uh, and like I, in his eyes, I could definitely see like he kind of welled up a little bit and yeah. just pulled me in for this huge hug, and I was right. like, "All was well." Right. And then he uh, hugged me as well, and uh, the stuff I put in my hair and beard that you've been giving me shit about <laughs> all week. Right. He goes, uh, "Oh man, you smell nice. You gotta give me a second hug." <laughs> um. Oh, another thing that we didn't touch on, um. Which I hope he's listening to this. I don't think he is, but I hope Joe's listening to this. I am not the guy who set off the fire <laughs> alarm last year. <laughs> he totally is, Joe. I don't know because he he <coughs> pointed to me at one time when we when we met up with him, and he's like, "This guy right here, no more fire, no more smoking in the room." I'm like, "Ha!" And then like later, I'm like, "I think he really thinks that I started that." <laughs> yeah, he does because I told him that. Oh, good. Uh, so yeah, it, it, everything got saved in the end. Yeah. Um, like I said, just the other day I listened to the live show, and it's not as bad. One day I'm going to figure out the formula yeah. for a live show. I just haven't yet. Yeah. Well, that's Alaska a- keeps telling me third time's a charm. Right. Like, look forward to next year and not well, third worry and fourth. about this. Well, yeah, Joe wants us to do sh- two shows next year. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Yeah. I guess one Friday and one Saturday. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing one Thursday and one Friday because I feel like more people would show up Thursday. Probably. Because there's nothing else going as on. As long as it's in the program, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we start now the countdown for next year. Yeah. Um, cannot wait. Uh, going to get a uh, GoFundMe going a little earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who donated to our GoFundMe, by the way, thank you so fucking much again. Yeah. Uh, one guy I know, the Merits of Sin, we're sending a care package of horror stuff from the studio out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else that donated that wants a care package, please email me and let me know because I don't want to waste my time or yours because I know a lot of you aren't horror fans. You were just doing this because of the charity. Sure. And I am thank you from the bottom of my heart yeah. for that. But if you don't want me sending a bunch of like gory shit to your house, <laughs> right. you know, I won't. So if you if you donated and want a care package, please let me know, and I will gladly put one together. Yeah, um, I need to get um, Merits of Sin's address from Pseudo Ludo. Uh, we need to start putting something together for him. Yeah, immediately. But yeah, we're gonna try to do at least six months out the GoFundMe. Yeah, thing this sure. year. Yeah, and uh, put a little more 
thought into it and stuff that we can give back, um, tears type stuff. Sure. <clears throat> Not like crying tears, but like <laughs> levels right. tears. Kickstarter tears. Yeah. Right. So yeah, cannot wait. Um, a fucking blast as always. But yeah, now I have Smoking Man's autobiography signed, mm-hmm. Robert England's autobiography signed, Kane's autobiography signed, and Lance Hendrickson's autobiography yep. signed. Yeah. So there's that. And I'm really upset that I will never have Gunnar Hansen's signed. Yeah. It's such a good book, too. I need to yeah. let you borrow that. It's, it's yeah. so good. So good. Um, I'm thinking we do your song and then do we end on the Fez. Yeah, do maybe? a lightning round of Fez. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So what's your song? My song. Um, this I, is my fight song. Oh, God. Um, I don't, because it was so long ago, I picked this song back when we did the Aaron episode. I can't remember what my thought process was. <laughs> like somehow in passing I heard about this band. I didn't know about it. Heaven and Hell. Okay. Which was apparently wasn't Dio in that it was band? Dio's yeah. la- one of Dio's last projects. Yeah. Um, Which there's now a hologram of. Have you heard about that? No. There's a hologram Dio oh, that's Jesus. planning a tour. Oh my god! It looks creepy as shit. I bet it does. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, tracked by Heaven and Hell called uh, "Eat the Cannibals," I believe. All right. Let's see if there's a, uh, a commercial. <laughs> Should have already checked this, but well, you didn't know. I just sent you this. Oh, there, there you go. There we go.
Hey, that was Ronnie James Dio in Heaven and Hell with uh, that song. Eating the Cannibals. That's the one. Uh, maybe I should listen to what everybody says and not have you pick a song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk shit about Dio, that's fine. I guess. You mean the lead singer Black Sabbath? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in their good years. Right. <laughs> oh. So, let's, you want to close it out with some uh, some Fez of Fear action? Um, Your silence is affirming. Oh, yeah, we got the music up. I, I always forget about that. Try to, anyway. What's that you say? <laughs> Alright, let's do this shit. Oh, Tiny Tim could mean only one thing. The Fez of Fear freshly replenished tonight. He could come up with six titles, but not five lines from horror movies. That's the co-host I'm dealing with on this horror program. <sighs> Do you, do you, do we have time for word sneak? We can do word sneak. No, we can't because you need a little prep time. Um, I mean, we can do a four-hour-long episode. That's fine. Don't tempt us. We fucking will. <laughs> All right. So this is a title that is so basic. Mm-hmm. Some basic, <clears throat> bit, basic bitch shit right here. Wow. Um, I, uh, I'm sure it's a real movie. Um, but uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it is the <laughs> seminal, well said. seminal classic, <clears throat> The Skull. Uh, the Skull is a real movie. The Skull is a good movie. The Skull is a um, um, underlooked movie. Yeah. Um, 70s. Okay. British. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it in long enough. No, I'm sorry. It's 1965. 70s. What the fuck am I talking about? How dare you be five years off? Jesus Christ. Five years to mean the difference between 13 and 18, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good point. Uh, directed by Freddie Francis, who did a lot of uh, like uh, horror films for, Engl- for England. <laughs> uh, the story... Uh, it's taken from the story The Skull of the Marquis de Sade by Robert Block. Okay. Uh, which is kind of a big deal. Uh, our stars are Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. Oh, wow. And Michael Goff okay. uh, comes in. Mainly uh, Mr. Cushing. Christopher Lee is in it, and he's fantastic in it. <clears throat> but it's a story about collectors um, <clears throat> fighting for possession of the skull of the Marquis de Sade. Oh. And it's haunted. And shit. Of course it's it is. kind of wacky, but it's right. it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I love me um, some wacky horror movies. It's in a double feature on Blu-ray, and I can't remember what the other title is, but I need to pick it up. So, yeah. Yeah? Are we doing three each? Yeah, I think that's probably good. Okay. Did you put any in? I did. You keep dropping them. I'm watching you. Well, it's the way you fold them. Oh, my God. Oh, I never saw this because it looked like a movie that pussies who pretend to like horror movies like. Okay. It's The Walking Dead of Romantic Comedies, uh, Warm Bodies. Oh, yeah. I 
I've heard. I'm sorry to sound so angry about it. I haven't seen the movie. No, I haven't either. But I've heard a surprising amount of people who are okay with this movie. Um, yeah. Eventually, you're gonna get a mic that stays still. Um, One of these days, <laughs> you got the good stand. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, surprising amount of people who think it's pretty all right. What are um, the names like Jane, Katie? Yeah. <laughs> Ashley. Uh, but yeah, friend Stewart. <laughs> right. No, I don't. It might be good. I've heard the same, but I just. I, I mean, don't know. Rob Corddry's in it. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Um, someone else is. He's in on it. that wing show I was talking about. The what? <laughs> that wing show. Oh, the hot ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, someone's in it as like the father of the main chick, who's someone that I would give a shit about. I just can't huh. remember who it was. Um, but yeah, that's all I know about. It. I mean, I assumed it was shitty too. But let me ask you this. Hmm. I haven't seen many of the... Uh, Got your uh, notifications turned on? They're off. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Um, I thought I had this on repeat. Well, you have those oh, two yeah. on repeat, typically. Hey. <clears throat> I haven't seen... I, look, I've seen like the popular stuff that everybody's seen. Right. But I've never watched an episode. And the other day, when I picked up the X-Files and Christine at Best Buy, mm. I almost picked up the complete Key and Peele. I'd say it's probably worth. Okay, I think it was like thirty or forty bucks. I've watched, a, but it's like a big brick of a fucking. Well, set. it's like five seasons probably. Okay. Um, what I've seen, I like, and I like those two guys a lot. Yeah, and I've seen a lot. Like, I haven't been one of those people who like watches it religiously, like from the beginning to the end. Yeah, um, but I've seen a bunch of it, and I've I've dug pretty okay. much everything. Yeah, it's All pretty right. solid. Your turn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can pull out something that isn't for pussies <clears throat> who pretend to like horror. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, I've seen this one. Um, it's uh, Angus Scrim's last movie, uh, Phantasm Ravager. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. We talked a little bit about that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it looks really good. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're like me... And oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Oh. <laughs> How have I seen it? Oh, I have. No, you haven't. Um, really give me one line from it. Have you seen it? Why didn't you write that down? We could have done a fucking word sneak. Um, Boy. <laughs> probably. Um, no, but if you're, if you're like me and really, really enjoy all of the Phantasm films, um, it looks great. Yeah. If you're like other people who like, kind of dismiss anything after one, right? possibly two, then it might not look that great to you. But you need to fucking cherish that entire series. I mean, guys. I still haven't seen three or four, and Ravager looks fucking great. You still haven't seen three or four? We have this conversation every time Phantasm comes up. Haven't I let you borrow them? No. You let me borrow the second one. Oh. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I kind of liked it better than if the first I can, one. If I can get you three and four tonight, can you watch it before the next podcast? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's doable. Or remind me. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, really looking forward to Ravager. I, th- I may have put in f- put like four Phantasm Ravagers in there just to keep talking Do I need to it. put like a weight on the bottom of your sand there? I've been waiting. Wow. Uh, this was a part of the Treehouse of Terror. The Shinning. <laughs> yeah. I re- this is one of the ones that I've seen. It's really good. Um, it's one of the top Groundskeeper ones. Groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> Yeah. Is a big part of that one. Oh, you mean the shining? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to get sued, boy? <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, several years ago they put out like a Treehouse of 
Horrors Volume 1 or something. It was oh. like a set of like six or seven of them. Right. And I had that. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much what I've seen of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember that one being very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> Scottish people are the worst. I, Scottish is my favorite accent, I think. Yeah, I agree. What? Is the one you haven't seen? You're such a piece of shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to start doing this to you. I'm going to find something that makes you really uncomfortable. Good luck. Yeah, well, that's, that's valid. Um, oh, God damn it. This is not a real movie. Because this is coming straight from the imagination of a, uh, of a just giant prick. Wow. Uh, giant cheesy... Wait, so this is a David Cronenberg film? Giant cheesy prick. Um, spank me mommy, spank me daddy. Ooh, that sounds gross. Yeah. Why would you say that out loud? Yeah. Uh, speak, speaking of Cronenberg. Ah, oh, there we are. The best part of uh, Jason X. Oh, come on now. Maybe not the best part, but a good part. All right, son of a bitch, pull something else. What was that last title? I don't remember. I threw it away and deleted it from my brain. Oh, <laughs> I have this your copy of this, but I haven't watched it yet. Bad Moon. Oh shit! Yeah, I was um, hoping you'd get that on a later date, but yeah, I don't know how this movie slipped through my fucking like stratosphere. Like, it slipped I, through a lot of people's stratospheres, and well, I'm not sure like why. Late nineties, right? Yeah. Or is it even earlier, like newer than that? No, it's late 90s probably. Yeah, like I should have at least heard of it. Because I remember when Scream Factory announced it. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh wait, I yeah. don't think I've heard of this. Yeah, um, Michael Pear is the main character. Uh, and I've gone over the synopsis before. Basically a guy uh, gets bitten by a werewolf, uh, becomes a werewolf. They twist the mythology a bit where um, you're not... A bunch not, of mythology twisters. They don't, uh, <laughs> you don't change into a werewolf on the full moon it's every night um and uh uh the dog plays a big role like the family dog because the dog's like the only one who notices that something is off yeah um and follows him into the woods one time and sees (coughs) him in his wolf form and then of course is very protective of the family and the family doesn't know why and all all that stuff yeah um really pretty good um couple downfalls pretty good really pretty good um couple downfalls just being uh i can't remember if we're on air when i said this but the child is fucking insufferable um he's like a kmart macaulay culkin from the early 90s um uh there are a couple times during the german shepherd werewolf fight where the german shepherd's clearly just a stuffed dog um and then there's one transformation scene where and this was funny because I saw when when Scream Factory uh, announced they were doing it, there was a comment there saying, oh, this movie's great, but the transformation scene is fucking horrible. And then apparently the guy who was one of the heads of like the makeup and special effects department like responded to that. <laughs> wow. And I was like, look, guy, we did what we could. Because <laughs> basically what they did is they would they put the makeup on, uh, the prosthetics and all that on... Uh, um, pair in stages mm-hmm. and then use like computer transition to like go from one to the other and it's just very it, it's not well done but again I'm sure they did what they could 
Um, but the end result, Werewolf, is fucking great. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's my turn. So it's worth watching. Yeah. It's really pretty good. I just pulled one of mine. Did you put any in here? Just a couple. All right, last round. <laughs> what? You're really uh, getting creative with these uh, made-up ones. Uh, this is my favorite of the Big Shark franchise. Uh, Jaws 3, People 0. Yeah, That was an actual almost-made movie. Really? It was going to be Jaws 3. National Lampoon was going to do it. Are you fucking serious? Joe Dante was signed on to direct. And it was going to be called Jaws 3, People 0. And it was going to be a spoof of the Jaws franchise. But it was a Jaws movie. Yeah. It was an official job. I would movie. pay so much money to see this movie. No shit. <laughs> Holy shit. No shit. That's yeah. awesome. Um, on Mark Maron's podcast, I think, some podcasts with uh, Joe Dante, listen to any of them, they're great. He talks about, about that. Yeah. It's just mind-blowing that there was going to be a National Lampoon Presents Jaws 3 People 0 directed by Joe Dante. That's fucking great. All right, last one. Okay. Last one. All right. Let's make it a good one. All right. Let's make it a good one. (laughs) From Dusk Till Dawn to Texas Blood Money. Yeah. I never saw it. It's not not bad. I remember putting it on. I own it. Yeah. I remember putting it on and falling asleep. I think it was just the mood I was in. Yeah. And then... I think I watched the third one. The third one's kind of a prequel, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the one. I actually kind of enjoyed uh, a lot about that one. I don't remember. What was two about? I don't even remember. Uh, Robert Patrick is the main character. Okay. Uh, He plays a uh, quote-unquote retired uh, bank robber. Mm -hmm. And he's going down to... So he's not retired. Right. He gets pulled in for one last job. And he uh, like we often do, right? He goes down to Texas to meet up with with his crew, and one of them, before meeting, gets bitten by a vampire, and slowly turns the rest of the crew into vampires as the movie progresses. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, Robert Patrick's in it. Uh, Danny Trejo, of course, is in it for a bit. Um, there is a quick stop at the Titty Twister, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's. It's pretty solid. I mean, it's clearly a straight-to-DVD sequel, but it's, right. it's good. Uh, Bruce Campbell has a role in it. Um, hmm. At the beginning, there's like a bit where uh, Bruce Campbell and Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Is that her name? Kelly, Kelly Kapowski? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're in an elevator, and somehow <laughs> these killer bats get in and like kill them. Um, and then you find out it's a movie that... Robert Patrick is watching as he's like getting a blowjob or something. Mm. Um, it was, it was, Doing something very Robert Patricky, right? And uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a fun movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Well, <clears throat> that was just about doer. Oh uh, yeah. Scares the cares the cares scare scare. Yep. <laughs> scares the care was a blast. Um. It is a three sixty five a year charity, so yeah. just because it's not the season, 
is no reason not to go yeah. check them out and give. There's always a reason for the season. I had to throw a bunch of airheads in right at the end. You did. Well done. Mm. <clears throat> Have you seen it? Have you seen Calm down, Reg. Jesus. You don't tell Reg what to do. Yeah, Reg could come up with five lines. Yeah, you probably could. Disappointed! <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, to us ramble about the fun weekend we had without you. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry that I slacked off on all the stuff that I said we were going to record and do that weekend, but, you know, should a liar. Yeah. Um, look forward to the YouTube channel. Tell you more about that in the coming weeks. And um, if you have anything you want to say to us or want us to talk about, uh, or have an opinion on anything we've talked about, we belong deadpot at gmail.com. Uh, Scares the Care Con is over, so check out our Amazon wish list. That's right. There's a We Belong Dead one, there's a Lono Saves one, I think, and there's a Ian. <laughs> yeah, I've got like a dozen wish lists. You can find them all. <laughs> right on. Um, again, a thousand thank yous to the mystery friend slash fan slash <laughs> awesome person who actually spent. Almost $200 on a board game for me so I could have a pair of dice <laughs> carved from a stupid cabin that no one gives a shit about except me. That means the world to me. Uh, thank you, Pseudo Ludo, for everything you do for us and um, look forward to doing more for you in the future. Uh, thanks to Harley Poe for always supporting us and lending us their music. And uh, thanks to Alaska for being so awesome and fucking unbelievably sexy and <laughs> all that kind of good stuff. Um. Yeah, check us out on Facebook. We have an Instagram now. We do, and uh, we're all over the place. Anything? Only thing we don't have is Twitter. It's an official. We belong dead, and yeah, it's probably going to stay that way. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, check us out on Instagram. Drop us a line, please. Drop us a line. Just drop us a line. Do it. Just do it. All right. That's it. As always, uh, remember. <laughs> such a lackluster ending. To raise a glass to a new world of gods and monsters.